What is going on, everybody? This is episode 358 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I have two co-hosts with me today. Uh, Mary is not feeling well. She's got a podcast appearance that she is doing tomorrow. Joining me today, however, to my left, introduce yourself, sir. I am Chris Bertman. I am the leader of the Burtoning. I was wondering if you were going to bring that up. Oh, of course we're going to bring it. I told you, we're just getting started, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need people in the chat to acknowledge this, whether in the Discord. I don't know if you're following the Discord right now. I've got the regular chat open. you got the Discord open. People are going to have to make their presence known. Based. Based. I love it. Yes. And to my right, introduce yourself. Hello. Uh, I am. Uh, my name is Kellen. You look uh, like Doctor Disrespect. I'm kind sorry. of. I need. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit, you know, more get up needed to be Doctor <laughs> Disrespect. He's he's cool, man. He's cool. He's one of the biggest streamers on YouTube. I really do like him. Uh, I am a fan of Doctor Disrespect. You're cosplaying as him right now. Uh, I guess. I, I'm. I'm more. My goal was to go as undercover, uh, like Antifa kind of, kind of, kind of deal, so I can invade the Burtoning and you know destroy from within. Wouldn't you have to be um, wearing all black to do that? Oh. Yes? No? I guess so. No. Well, maybe you're right. Yeah. I all like I mean that's the whole point of the black block, right? Is yeah. that you're you're wearing all black. Yeah. Also, dude, don't kick the hornet's nest. Charles has done it several times and every time it's worked out bad for him. He Listen, he I got cyberbullied out of that thing, so <laughs> <laughs> we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there is this hilarious article where uh, the costume designer or whatever for The Flash basically says, The Flash movie, it's so good, you'll forget the fact that Ezra Miller's a criminal. Okay, that's not the exact <laughs> words of it, but it's, it's, ba it's kind of close, right? Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about whether the fact that can people get past the fact that Ezra Miller has basically spent the last year and a half on a whirlwind tour of destruction and violence. Okay, maybe not violence. No, there's, there's been plenty of violence in there, too. A whirlwind uh, tour of destruction and chokeslams to women in Reykjavik. So we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about the cope from a bunch of people who are complaining that David Zaslav makes $250 million a year while the writers are on strike, which, of course, is uh, not a good thing to them. Of course, you know, the haves and the have-nots. We'll talk about that. We got some other stuff. I, I got some tweets that I pulled up discussing the writer strike that I want to that I want to talk about that I think illustrate where I think some of the public sentiment goes towards it. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Jamila Jamil. A broken clock is right twice a day. Uh, she has some comments on cancel culture and what outsiders, people who are not part of liberal Hollywood, how they view Hollywood's approach to cancel culture that I actually think are really, really interesting and worth discussing. There's a lot of truth there. Also, Chris Tyson has made some comments after people have speculated that he was kicked off Mr. Beast because he wasn't in his most recent video. And of course, we'll get into that. So if you guys are ready, we will get right into it. Chris, are you ready? Let's go! There you go. That's my line, usually. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do this. All right. All right, guys. We're going to get started. First, I do want to make note of this. Uh, before we get started, uh, would you hit the like button on this video and subscribe to this channel if you have not done, done so already? It would make Mary very happy. So if you want to make Mary happy, go ahead and like this video and subscribe to this channel. Also, remember, all Super Chats, $20 and over, we will interrupt the discussion. We will read them right there. That is going to fall on Kellen today. He's yeah. going to read for me. I've been I've been practicing. Um, I've got a whole stack of Dr. Seuss books uh, in my car. There's barbecue sauce spilled. That's not really important, but um, yeah, I'm ready to read them. Hey, I'm good ready job, to read buddy. them. Um, but you know, I, I will say I'm pretty pretty stoked about this Jackson Mahomes thing. You know, we don't talk about sports enough. 
yeah. uh, in this area, and uh, oh, I can't wait till we get to that one. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna. T- I knew you wanted to talk about that one. That one to me, that one's like it's like oh man, sports people acting badly. As much as I love sports, oh, it's, it's so it's, much uh, deeper than that. Is. So oh. we'll 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 get into that. So let's get started, guys. Uh, it, it gets started here. I want to make note of this first. Jamie Foxx is still in the hospital, and the people who are uh, his family and people who work for him have basically made it known. They said, please pray for Jamie Foxx. And this is a very scary thing to read when you see this. Like, this was three weeks ago, and he's not out of the hospital yet. I know there have been, there's been a lot of speculation as to what's going on here. Uh, I heard some people say it was a stroke. I've heard a lot of people say that he's always had uh, trouble with high blood pressure. Interesting. So that could be a part of it. So I don't know. But it's scary, well, right? It's pretty wild. And, it, and you know what I find even more wild is this, this, for some reason, this really reminds me of the DeMar Hamlin kind of situation that happened uh, a few months ago. He's been cleared to play, um, right? Yeah, but, yeah. you know, the problem is it's very, very serious, serious uh, illnesses they come down with, yeah. if you will. And... and there's like they're they're not saying what happened. They're yeah. being very very uh, secretive with what well, happened. With and when I think of fit really people, I think of Tamar Hamlin, Jamie Foxx. Like you, they should be super super healthy. Yeah. You know. I mean, I don't really know if it's it's like it's his responsibility to share with us what's going on. With sure, him. sure. Yeah. But when you're of that status and you know you you uh, get. You go to the hospital for that long. I feel like yeah, people you, are going to start wondering what's going on. When you become a public figure, you kind of you kind of forfeit the right to that. I mean, you deserve that level of privacy, but realistically, you kind of forfeit that privacy. Then again, Chadwick Boseman, he didn't really tell anyone what was going no, on. No, he hit, like I mean, he hit it completely. Yeah, like there and, was there was nothing talking about what happened with him. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. You know, I it's, this this article says pray for Jamie. I, th- I think that you should. Uh, no one, you know. I couldn't imagine being in the hospital for more than two days, let alone three weeks. I mean, the place is awful. I got, there's a common uh, quote that you, you go to the hospital to get sick, not yeah. to get better. So, you know, I, I would not want to be there for as long as he has been. Yeah. Have you uh, spent any extensive period of time in the hospital? Uh, me personally, no. I've had about 17, 18 years ago now. My dad was in the hospital for a little while. What happened? Um, he had a blood clot that traveled to his, I think it was lungs. Ooh. So my, the doctors were basically saying like he was pretty lucky that he didn't have a heart attack. Wow. Um, but yeah, he's, he's doing a lot better now. Um, yeah, it's, it's scary stuff though, you know? That's uh, like for me, I spent a lot of time in and out of hospitals growing up. So it's like because yeah. uh, I was born uh, deaf in my right ear. So they did a bunch of like eardrum reconstructions. They tried to do tubes several times when they tried to repair it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had uh, a heart murmur and a lot of stuff. So mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time in and out of hospitals uh, when I was younger. So I don't envy fun. anyone having to, to go through that. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, and they're saying like, uh, I remember this is kind of off topic, but I read an article about chat, your favorite chat GPT, your favorite friend, Brett. Yes. And they said, Apparently, ChatGPT has better bedside manner. Uh, people hospital. are reporting than they've had, you know, their experience in the hospital. And I'm <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised. It sucks. It's almost like they're, it's like nanny state. They're like, how dare you be sick? And it's like you're being lectured the whole time you're there. And it's like, dude. Can you just get me a snack and, you know, give me some medicine? Well, it's not their job to get you a snack. Well, the, yeah, but, you know, you get up out of bed yeah. and they start yelling at you. Yes, so. that, that is fair. All right. I do want to mention this with uh, with Jason Momoa because we're going to be talking about The Flash and there's a lot going on with DC right now. And he says that he feels no pressure whatsoever for Aquaman 2 
to do well. And I, I, it kind of feels like they're all just throwing their hands up. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's exactly they're like, feels. you know, yeah. whatever. Like, right. does it really matter if it does? I got paid. And, <laughs> and that's it. I mean, granted, uh, for a lot of them, they might make a lot of their money on residuals and stuff like that. Or, or like, like a certain amount of ticket sales equal out to better contracts. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, maybe he should want it to do better than, right. he, than he's saying right here. Mm -hmm. Right. You'd think, you, yeah. You'd think, like... Is, I, is he the only one that was going to uh, maintain his character? Or was there another? No, I, I think they'll end up keeping Ezra Miller around. Uh, whatever people say, I, I think they end up keeping <laughs> well, Ezra Miller apparently around. Apparently, Amber Heard's back. Yes. Back in the, back what? In the, yeah. yeah, she's I mean, they never got rid of her. She was never going. It was just assumed that she'd be gone over the whole, uh, you know, pooping on Johnny Depp's bed kind of ordeal. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, I you know I didn't even watch the uh, first Aquaman. I'm sorry, but DC movies are a snooze fest to me. You know, and and, and this is not a Marvel versus DC thing. So you know, it's totally chat, calm down. I know, it's totally a Marvel. I know where you guys, thing. you guys are gonna get all upset. Yep. You know, this I'm so it's what superhero fatigue. It's cape uh, fatigue. Well, yeah, you know? I mean, it's, it's burnout. I I don't know if that's what it is. I think people that's are just what it is for me. Of, people are just sick of average movies or below average movies that tell the same story over and over again. Yeah. You can only watch so many sky beams before you end up getting bored of it you know so, I, we were talking there there's um discussions on netflix of them doing a gears of war tv show yeah. or movie and jason momoa is one of those guys that you know if you guys don't know gears of war all of their characters are just insanely buff for no reason like just absolutely jacked so like not finding for no reason no, dude, it's insane. Like they're they're like Resident <laughs> Evil Five, Chris yeah. Redfield, just just every single one of them, just absolutely massive. But yeah. so finding actors to play that role would be challenging. Jason Momoa would be someone that I think would fit in nicely because he's already just so built. Him, The Rock, yeah. um, a few others, but. It's, you know. it's funny too because I was watching I, I told this I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast sometimes it all, it all runs together but I've been watching Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles mm -hmm. and it's really funny watching them try to find like regular actors to play Terminators when they're just not <laughs> they just don't have Arnie's physique and they never right. will have Arnie's physique right like they can find actors who can do the mannerisms they can have the, the robotic stare and they can nail the talking part of it down where they talk like uh, a right. Terminator but they just don't have the look that Arnie has when he's uh, running, you know, not even running, walking around. Well, you, I mean, well, I think he was a bodybuilder yeah, first, right? Yeah. So and that's the thing. I mean, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he was a wrestler before he was an and actor. And a football player before that. So, yep. So you need to. He played pro, pro football in Canada well, before that. that just explains everything. Yeah. Uh, Canadian football, but that's that's what I think they'll need to do is uh, you're gonna need to start um, if you're a talent agency you need to go down to the Planet Fitness and start secretly recording uh, you know people like the Gen Z girls do and maybe you'll find some talent that way. What's your body count? <laughs> so they can go. That that'll be the the next one. So uh, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to say uh, to see what they do with this because as far as I'm concerned, I'm just kind of checked out of Aquaman, and it feels like that way for uh, for the Flash too. But we'll get into that once we get into that dis discussion. I just thought it was very defeatist to just be like look look on the average day. I can't just be like you know whatever. Like I have to at least try and. Yeah hope that you know things go well at my job i think this is coming from yeah. a place where jason momoa knows if if, if this thing fails it's not going to be because of him yeah. you so, know he's looking around he's like oh ezra's still oh amber heard's still here well 
F it, I guess. You yeah. know? Yeah. Like, uh, also, ooh, somebody says Terry Crews. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a built dude, right? Yeah, he'd yeah. be perfect for yep. Cole because he does that woo all the time anyway, which Cole does. In the Yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully they don't screw it up, uh, the Gears of War project, which they will. I just know they will. But ooh, they will. it'll be, a, I will watch it nonetheless because that's been some one of my favorite game franchises forever. And... You know, the sexual, you know, that's the one thing. Some games are good. Just people love to play them. That game was good and it had an amazing story it was telling. I mean, it won awards like for like, I think it was Gears of War 2. I'm going off on a tangent No, right keep now, going. But Gears of War 2 won like insane like awards for their campaign and um, <laughs> just how good the storytelling was. I mean, yeah. people to this day still remember like, oh my God, like I cried because of this scene that happened in the game mm -hmm. and whatnot. Uh, it was like over 10 hours, 12 hours of gameplay in the campaign. So it wasn't just well written. It, it was extensive. So they did a really good job and we've lost that. And I feel like. Did you guys watch the trailer for Gran Turismo? I know, but I saw, saw something. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, what is this? It's uh, OK. So hold on. Uh, I was double checking the, the stream. Hmm. Uh, so it's apparently I made fun of it at first because it was like the plot seemed ridiculous where a kid's playing a video game. They're like, video people who play video games can't be race car drivers. And I'm like, who the hell came up with this ridiculous idea? Yeah. And then I find out it's based on a true story. Where okay, so the apparently the kid in the movie—it's—it's it's based on a real person who won the GT Academy, which was a which was a, a, a combination event between PlayStation and Nissan, where they would uh, like they would do these digital competitions, uh, racing competitions, and basically he won a like. VR Gran Turismo competition out of like 90,000 entrants and got a chance to ride or like to oh, race wow. for Nissan. So I'm like making fun of the theme because it just sounds preposterous. Like, yeah. oh, these kids, they don't know how to race cars. They don't know what racing cars is. They, um, oh, shoot. My buddy was just telling me he's got like the setups that you can do for these racing games are insane. Like, he's got pedals an actual yeah. wheel but you know they've got like the gaming chairs are kind of like race car bucket seats anyways but he's got like an actual bucket seat like like car uh seat that he'll sit in and he's got cup holders and i'm like dude you're going all out well i don't think they have cup holders in race cars they, it's like uh, 140 degrees in those things man you know no yeah yeah. Your yeah. coffee will stay hot. Yeah, he's, he's drinking coffee. <laughs> All right. So uh, also, guys, if you were wondering if The Little Mermaid was coming back in the news, it is. The director has made his feelings on the offensive song lyrics known as well, and he's glad that they're changing the lyrics to the song. I have nothing to say to this except, of course. Wait, of what? course. What lyrics? Okay. Oh, no. So they're changing <laughs> lyrics uh, to kiss the girl because people have gotten very sensitive about issues of consent. We're not going to be able to play any of it on here, but just let it be known that the world is a much more sensitive place than it was a decade ago. Uh, and especially more than 20, year, 20, 30 years ago. It's just a different world that we live in now. Do you remember Jordan Peterson did like a video on like uh, the psychology behind Cinderella yeah. uh, or Snow White or was, was it one of the two? Yeah, yeah. I believe it was Cinderella. Snow White. I yeah. don't know specifically which one, but yeah, I remember. It's probably done it for all the princesses, honestly, yeah. at yeah. some point. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like that's the world is just a much more sensitive. And people, I remember somebody in that video, I think, raised questions about consent. He talked about consent in that video. So. It's it's silly because first of all, this is a fantasy movie. Yeah. Um, you know, but 
Oh man, I mean, this is just, they're just gonna upset more. Like women wonder why they, mm -hmm. they can't find, like we're seeing that trend on TikTok. There's women in their thirties. Uh, they can't, they, they, they don't have any prospects. They wonder why they could never like hold down a man. And now you're raising a whole generation where this is going to become the norm. They don't right? need no man. It's like, well, dude, you're, you're convincing little boys that you can't approach women or it's inappropriate yeah. essentially. Have you seen those consent apps? What? No. Like, uh, yeah, like you both Consent. sign an app before doing it. Oh my god! That's Are a, you, that's I'm not thing. signing my name. That, for, that's oh a my real god. thing. I mean, as if you wouldn't be able, as if like either party couldn't be like, I was coerced. Yeah. In into signing this, but yeah, it's uh, we live in a very robotic and scared society. <sighs> Everyone's scared of each other. Everyone's yeah. scared about somebody else's ulterior motives and things yeah. like this. So, like changing lyrics to songs to innocent songs is kind of a barometer to where the culture has fallen. In a lot of ways, yeah. I think like it shows you like if, if we're scared of the art, we're certainly just as scared about the, the people in the real world. Right. You know, I have to say for like the chicks that are in their 30s doing the TikTok videos, yep. this is 100 percent honesty, 100 percent. I'm not trying to be mean. I have a hard time feeling bad as somebody who got turned down a lot in high school. Yeah. OK. Now being married and having like a long-term relationship it's like i'm having a hard time feeling bad because these are the same girls that rejected me back in the day but oh uh, there's some there's some shade being thrown well i think I just, the, the other part to really point out about that uh yeah. chris is that like you took your you, you took your shot shoot your shot if you will yeah. like you, you you took many opportunities well guys you're not gonna take those opportunities they're not nope. even gonna take those chances anymore so it's like you found a wife you know because you actually went out and put yourself out there well yeah. now guys are being taught not to yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, that this all started like I nope. missed the train for this. No wonder uh, yeah. men are putting on dresses and putting on makeup. <laughs> I mean, like, what's the you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, people used to make fun of because they wear the long shirts. They're like, are you wearing a dress? I'm like, no, it's just a very, very long shirt. <laughs> well, the, I like yeah. The, yeah, I know which ones you're talking about. Yeah. All yeah. right. Let's talk Jackson Mahomes. Tell us all about it. Oh, boy. All right. They got him. Wow, he took the glasses off. This must be getting... They, they got him, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, <clears throat> Jackson Mahomes uh, is the younger brother of Patrick Mahomes. Now, if you don't know Patrick Mahomes, he's basically... I would argue he is the best football player in the NFL currently. Um, he oh, He's just had a stellar career uh, so far, and by and large, without controversy. Now, the little brother, on the other hand, is a Gen Z cringe lord D-bag. Uh, there has been multiple times he's gone trending on Twitter uh, for doing all kinds of outlandish stuff on the sidelines while his brother is trying to play a football game See, at here. the highest level. Yeah. At the highest level, he's trying to play a football game and make that family a whole bunch of money. Like, that's the thing. He Jackson uh, would be nothing without his brother, his millionaire brother. Yeah. Well, anyway, so the the outlandish stuff kept getting worse and worse, and maybe because it was algorithm uh, fed. Oh, I, I guarantee you, algorithm plays yes. at, least, at least part of it. You know, so it started from dancing on the sideline to getting into fights with fans, and then uh, I remember this video a few months ago, uh, either post game or pre game, some bar. He uh, just basically gropes a woman. And uh, it was very Don Lemon. It was very like, what the heck? <laughs> what is going on here? Wait, was that a woman? I don't remember. <laughs> Do you remember what I'm talking about? I, 
at the bar? I think it was a guy. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay, so it's not very Don Lemon. So uh, Don Don Lemon Jr. over here, uh, he he goes and this video surfaces and everyone's like, about half the people were like, oh, there goes Jackson Mahomes again. And the other half were like, why isn't he being arrested? Well, they got him. They got him. He was arrested. I believe there is a mugshot now. Yeah, let's see it. Oh, yeah. There he is. There he is. Is that the, so is that this, the woman? That is the woman. Yeah. Um, can you play that? Can we play that clip? I have no idea. There's no nudity, but I don't know if you want to play essay on. Ah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she's like. Mm. That know. is not. Is it, and so her? I, I think uh, that maybe that's why Disney is changing the lyrics to kiss the girl. Because yeah, they but, saw yeah. Jackson Mahomes yeah, doing this. Like yeah. Like, <laughs> Disney was like, look, we were going to leave it in there. Yeah. Then we saw Jackson Mahomes at the bar and we're like, right. I think we got to change it, guys. Well, uh, I, you know, I didn't read too much on the charges. Well, I mean, oh, not, we the charges in the Francisco Sanchez Jr. Uh, Francisco Sanchez Jr. says, just like John Carpenter's The Thing is my favorite second movie of all time. This second version of, movie of all time. second favorite movie of all time. This version of PCC is my second favorite PCC of all time. <laughs> well, then, Cheers. Well, then what is the first favorite PCC of all time? Uh, the 200th episode? 300th episode? Oh, I remember the 200th. That one was good. <laughs> was it? Maybe the one where Serge uh, cut his hair. 300. I think that was... That was oh, 300? Yeah. That, that was 300? That was 300. Oh, okay. That was 300. Well, thank you for the super chat, thank man. I'm glad right. to be in uh, your second best. I would be go. interested to know what the people in the chat think of, of this video. Dude, it's bad, man. It's all up in her personal It's bad, space. and it's like, I remember the, um, I don't know if you guys do remember this, but there was a few years ago, there was this kid, maybe in Florida, maybe in Texas, I can't remember. He basically went out drunk driving, three of his friends dead, crashed the car, dead. He, his defense was affluenza. Yeah, it was, I'm too rich to know better. Yep. And I think this is what we're going to see with freaking Jackson Mahomes here. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I think there is a little bit of truth to the he's too rich to know better. He went from being 15 to living in this millionaire lifestyle with one of the most famous athletes in the world, you know? So it's like he's got it. He needs a reality check and maybe a few nights in uh, jail will be that reality check. But you you can't just do this stuff. Like, I don't care what your status is. Well, I mean, they they can. That's the problem. They get away with it all the time. That's that's the problem. There's like what you're saying is the hope. The yeah, reality yeah. is yeah. oftentimes very different. He has no prior relationship to this woman. Just a random woman. That, yeah, I'm pretty sure she's just a random woman. Maybe the she... owner alleged that Jackson seemed intoxicated earlier in the night and claims he shoved a male member of her wait staff. Yeah, dude. Yeah. There's no. Yeah, I was gonna say he's 22. This woman is 40. Oof. I doubt they were running around together. Okay. Um, but he has a history of doing this, just getting way too okay. loaded at his brother's yeah. events. And by events, I mean football games. But yeah. it's just like, dude, know your place. But shame on Patrick, dude. Why do you keep inviting him around, man? You know he's bad news. So it says, our investigation has revealed substantial evidence refuting the claims of Jackson's accuser, including the statements of several witnesses. We have reached out to law enforcement to provide the fruit of our investigation so that they may have a complete picture of the matter. The incident appears to have been caught on surveillance video and has been under police investigation since March. Um, yeah, dude, there's no refuting that video. It's one thing if you tried to lean in for a kiss and got rejected, but he was basically had her in a chokehold, like not letting her go anywhere. In the chat, somebody said chokehold the girl. 
Oh my god! So they they watched the the pat, the Bahamas version of of uh, the Little Mermaid. But here we go in the bottom yeah. paragraph. It's not the first time Jackson yep. has found himself embroiled in controversy. He also faced backlash for dumping water on Baltimore Ravens fans at a game, doing a, a TikTok dance a over Washington's memorial for Sean Taylor. Who, if you don't know Sean Taylor, he uh, mm -hmm. star football player was killed by a home invasion. Um, this was maybe 10, 15 years ago at this yep. point. It was so sad, man. I still remember because I, I grew up uh, in the Washington football area. So I still remember we actually did a moment of silence in our school when that wow. happened. Um, tragic, tragic, tragic. But yeah, yeah. Like this kid is just not a good person, man. Um, and he needs a wake up call. I think affluence is a, a very much a real thing, too, that people don't realize ends up stunting the growth of a lot of young people from families of extreme wealth just look at how willow smith or how uh jane smith acts jane, <laughs> when jane smith talks you can literally feel the money making him dumber like by trying to sound smarter he sounds infinitely dumber yeah uh and, and it always feels like that's that's the type of personality that uh, money allows you to have that you can't have that personality in the real world if you have to work a real job Something yeah. like this. And for someone like him here, you know, that behavior is something he's a lot been allowed to get away with because his family right. has money and that allows him the ability to do that. The worst part is, is Patrick, the older brother that actually is the Seems football like a, player. He's been pretty clean, man. He like there's most of the time these star football players are going to have one controversy or another. But for the most part. He smells fresher than a basket of roses, right? It's very hard to do in it's football. It's very hard to do, especially at that status. And it's anyway. So his brother's kind of ruining it for him. And if I was Patrick, I know he's your brother. He's your Who little. Who is it that got caught with the gun in the back seat? Oh, um, John Morant. Yeah. Well, it's happened to a few people. Ray Lewis hit and I, killed a John, woman. John Morant was the most um, recent one. Henry Ruggs was just sentenced. He was going like 110 miles an hour in his sports car and killed a woman. This was like a year or two ago. Did you ever see the show Ballers? So, there's a lot of controversy in the league. Did you ever see the show Ballers? I have not. You should watch Ballers. Is it good? Yes. That's with The Rock. The Rock? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really, really, really good. Okay. Was it HBO? Uh, yeah, I don't know which network it was on. Uh, when I watched it, it was on BitTorrent. That was uh, a oh, long time ago. Oh, wait. Long, long time ago. Long yeah. time ago. But it was on BitTorrent. Back in the day. Back in, the day, back in my day. It was, uh, <laughs> I, I found it while I was out perusing the high seas. It was, uh, it was a different time. I, uh, it's, it's sad, too, because I, I can't do that anymore because I, I would feel wrong doing that at work. Yeah. Uh, but like we're um, like I'm watching stuff like I, I was reviewing. We reviewed Citadel or I reviewed Citadel. Mary, like I, I literally like I was like, Mary, you should watch this show. We got I got done. I'm like, it's so boring. Just don't, <laughs> just don't even watch it. And I'm like, this is the type of thing where it's like, what the hell am I paying Amazon? Well, Amazon, it's OK because I order a lot of packages from them. So it's like you get your money's worth with that Amazon Prime membership. Because uh, you get enough stuff delivered, it just makes perfect sense. Yeah. But if I had watched that show on Netflix, I'd be like, what the hell am I paying you for? Right. For this garbage? I'm not paying you for this garbage. Uh, I see it. This is not a super chat, but someone said Ben Roethlisberger of the Pittsburgh Steelers had sexual assault allegations. He did. Michael Vick. He did. Michael Vick, dogfighting. Did he have he, SA allegations as well? No, no, just dogfighting. Um, and that's the that's the issue that, uh, you know, this is not a defense of those acts, but in a world where there's cameras everywhere, in your pocket, 
on every corner of a room that you're in. And you're in right? a nightclub. There's going to be cameras. I mean, yeah. We just had all the stuff come out about uh, Jonathan Majors had the lady got caught uh, in a bar with uh, champagne when it, with her supposedly broken finger, which I still maintain doesn't prove anything. There, I've done plenty of stuff with broken fingers before. You can, If you're depressed enough, you can pick up a bottle of alcohol with a, with a broken finger. There Trust was, me. Yeah. <laughs> There was even a video of uh, football player Zach Stacy. He he's now in prison. Just absolutely, just uh, he beat his wife. I mean, I'm not gonna like. That's the only way yeah. I can really say it. And the video is just brutal because you have this guy who's like 300 pounds and built, yeah. and a woman oh, who's not. Oh, I think I saw that video. Dude, it's so sad. Yeah. It's so sad. You know. Um, and so, you know, we can't let stuff like this slide. Uh, a lot of times the NFL is pretty good about it. Uh, some people complain that the NFL is too harsh when uh, taking actions against its players. Too but harsh? Too harsh. Well, because uh, so Calvin Ridley of the Atlanta uh, Falcon, or sorry, he is not on the Atlanta, he's on Jacksonville Jaguars now. He has suspended for a year for illegal gambling, yep. um, even though uh, not illegal, but gambling on a game uh, in the NFL, even though he wasn't playing. So I don't. Anyways. If the NFL, uh, they should make a statement here. If not the NFL, the Chiefs or Patrick Mahomes should make a statement here. Just know that you know your brother's actions have been problematic and they're getting worse. He needs an intervention. They're saying just, I, I said just dogfighting. I'm just saying that he only had those accusations. As far as I know, I don't think he had the, he had that conviction. He didn't have anything else against him, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and, you know, we're probably missing a few other big stories. Yeah. It, it it's just sad that what kind of money does to athletes, you know? And Michael Vick ended up getting to play again, didn't he? Yeah. That's freaking crazy. And he crazy. played very well. He was exciting when he came back. It was uh, fun to watch. Should he have been allowed back in the league? Yeah. No, dude. Yeah, he served his time. He went to prison for two yeah. years. It's not like he was on house arrest. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, he went to prison know, for two years. Um, and and it's like, so, I mean, we're going to get into the more like philosophy philosophy of it. But what's the point of having a prison sentence if you're going to completely reject someone from society afterwards? Yeah. You know, uh, IRL he talked ended, about he did, gun uh, rights He for did felons. a bunch of restitution with like, do, like, like shelters and stuff, if I remember correctly, or right. something like that. Right. And whether or not he was doing it because PR was like, this will look great. You got to do this. Well, you know what? Whatever. The end result is still positive. Dogs got helped after the fact. Um, so, you know, I, I listen, Jackson Mahomes shouldn't be canceled for the rest of his life, but he's going to need to apologize. He's going to need to own up. Uh, he's need to, he's going to need to grow up. Uh, and then, you know, we'll go from there, but that's just the thing. He's a nobody though. He just keeps getting to these outlandish behaviors and that's, you know, why people are talking about him. Yeah. He needs to just stop. Patrick needs to denounce it. Man, I wish I was into football so I knew what the hell you guys were talking yeah. about. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got one more it's thing fun, to man. update you guys on. The box office projections for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 are still going down, 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 ladies and gentlemen. They are not looking good for them right now. It was originally uh, said to be about 120 to $155 million. It has now dropped all the way down. Uh, it was 120 to $155 million at the high end. Now they're saying just $100 10 million to 130 million at the high end which is not good this one's out already no no it's uh it's out tomorrow oh uh, why i thought Ga uh, guardians 2 is a pretty 
good success. I'm sorry, I missed like the controversy with this one. Uh, I don't know if it is controversy. I, I don't know if it's just James Gunn's not there anymore. Marvel, like you said, people are kind of over Marvel right now. Right. Like, is there any real excitement for any Marvel property? Like, the most exciting thing going on is wondering whether what the hell's going to happen with Jonathan Majors, whether they're going to actually keep him on as Kang or if he's going <sighs> to going yeah. to jail. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I enjoyed the last two Guardians of the Galaxy. Dude, I don't movie. even remember the last Guardian. That's that's how long it's it been. It was with um, it was another main actor who basically Michael uh, Rooker. Was that his name? Ba the basically, the uh, his dad was God. Is kind of oh. what I got from it. Um, Jeff Bridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't remember. Like, I I found the first Guardians fine. The second one, I it was so long ago. I don't even remember. It. I will say yeah. though, they've had some of the best movie soundtracks in a while for any movie. Not well, just yeah, the you could do, you could have that just by going and visiting an old person's record collection. That's all it is. Hey, hey don't reinvent yeah. the wheel. Yeah. Do what works. All right. Let us get started, guys. First, I do want to do cute of the day. I've got some cute of the day. I've decided against cringe of the day today. No, oh, man. I've been, uh, I, I've been over it. Yeah. Like it. Cringe of the day is too depressing Jackson sometimes. Jackson Mahomes is cringy that's, enough, that's plenty. That's plenty cringy. All right. Let's do cute of the day, shall we? We've got a couple here from you guys. This is from Name Cannot Be Blank on Twitter. It says PCC Pets and Brett Gizmo, age 12, the Chihuahua, and Bo Jest, age 11, the cat. They never miss an episode. Gizmo's heart is Mary's. Gizmo's heart's Mary's. Uh, keep up the great work. Watch you guys every day and enjoy the topics and the banter. Oh. Did I show? I don't remember if I showed. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's just posing. That's amazing. I, I thought I might have showed this one already. Maybe I didn't. Um, that is an amazing. Is that a turtle down there? Looks like he's beaten. It the looks turtle. like a turtle, but it also looks like Adventure Time. There's a twenty dollars one right there. From twenty dollars super chat from Gabby Hayes. Kurt Russell played ego. Yes. Uh, that's oh Kurt, Kurt Russell. There we yeah, go. Not, not Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Yeah, yeah. Kind I knew who you were. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not really, but kind of. They're like what? They got to be 10, 15 years apart in age. They, am I thinking Jeff, of the same person? Jeff, kind of look Jeff Bridges is getting old. Like Jeff Bridges has got to be older. Can you look that up, Jamie? Yep. Pull that up. Who's who, who's older? Jeff Bridges is seventy three years old. And how old is Kurt Russell? Kurt is that, Russell. I bet she's in his mid sixties. Kurt Russell is seventy two. Wow. 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 Okay. Jeez, All right. Okay. All right. So, uh, so that's the same thing. Fun oh. fact: Kurt Russell was born on St. Patrick's Day. All right. Yeah. So there is right there. There is Gizmo, the Chihuahua, and right there is the kitty, and the kitty's name is Bo Jess, and that is an adorable pet right there is it not i don't really care for cats yeah what? same I'm what i'm not a cat i'm a dog i've been meaning to put you, my dog on this thing what's the hashtag pcc pets pcc pets yes okay, i'm gonna do it right now do it right now we'll, we'll bring it up tomorrow crisis party yeah <laughs> i still don't know why it ble uh, why it beeps out the first f word but leaves the second one it's from the same clip <laughs> it doesn't make any sense let's not take a fucking minute let's go again <laughs> All right, we got a couple of other ones here. This is Posey Bear, three years old, a Wisconsin-based doggo from George on Twitter. Thank you. That is an adorable dog right there. You're not doing your job over there, buddy. Let me see. What, me? No, no not no. you. Oh, yeah, you got to stack that cash, He's bro. yelling at me. So look Come at George on, right there. He's looking Ooh, very man. contemplative out the window. I like, I like George. Have you ever seen that meme where it's like a dog looking off in the, looking off in the sunset and it says, yeah. like, when your dog eats your philosophy homework? That's amazing. I love the floppy ears. Yes. Let's see, we got. Oh, oh there you go. He voted. It says it right there. 
See, well, that, that's how the election man, got. Oh wait, I can't. They just say let that. anybody. That's vote how now. the. Uh, that's how stuff happened during stuff. the election because that dog. They just they let anyone in here. It's Jesus. like they don't. Who needs to ballot dump when when Posey Bear just gets to to go in there and say and, and vote for whoever he wants. I will say that I voted. That does not, however, look like a dog to me that votes blue no matter. No, who. no, that no. looks like a Ron Paul voter. <laughs> He's a, definitely a Ron Paul voter. He's a yeah. Michael Vick voter. Oh, oof. oh, he's a not Michael wow. Vick. He would vote wow. against Michael Vick. What? Yikes. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Here we go. And this is from Solid Monkey. There, uh, here's a cat. Its name is. It doesn't give me a name. This is from Solid Monkey on uh, Twitter. Th I think we have to name it. Yeah, it's a cat? What? It's adorable. Oh, okay, okay, it's okay. It's, it looks like it's napping. I like it. It's like, it's like a parfait. Yes. Parfait the cat. That's your cat's name. Parfait. Um, you know, if anyone's got a Sphinx cat, they should send it in. Those no, are no, some no, cats no. that I can get behind. Keep keep sending dog pictures. That's I mean, dog pictures are cool too, cat. but you know, yeah. like the Sphinx cats are awesome. I got to make sure I liked all these. Okay, I, I like that one. I liked that one. Did that I one like looks it? like Bucko. Okay. Well, everyone loves Bucko. I, I posted one of Bucko the other day. Yeah. Um, and I think I took the picture of Bucko that's on the... <laughs> Did you that's see on that? Cast cat, that's on his, uh, on his oh. cast castle. I think I took that one. Did you see that okay. stupid influence? I don't even know his name, but he was like, I bought a baby tiger today. What did you do? No. And I'm like, why? I mean, no? I know there was like, what, didn't, um, didn't um, one of the Paul brothers buy like a, 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 a pig and then have to like sell it? And there was a whole, oh, yeah. there was a whole controversy <laughs> around that. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like he ended up having to, to sell it because he couldn't take care of it. Aww. And there was a, a whole thing about like, Stop influencers buying pets for clout. Yeah, basically, like yeah. that's what we need to stop doing. That. Yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna get started. So first things first, the Flash is in the news. The movie is coming out very, very soon, and they're running the full court press. Uh, basically, they're trying to protect this movie because they know that Ezra Miller has a lot of bad press right now, and with the movie coming out, they need to protect it and get it out there with as little controversy as pro as possible. Which is why they keep showing clips of Michael Keaton. They keep showing clips of Ben Affleck. There's another cameo. Do you want me, do you guys want me to spoil the other cameo that they're talking about in this movie uh, that's, that's in there? Uh, for which movie? For the Flash movie. Oh, I don't care, dude. Okay. Go ahead. Chat, I'm about to, I'm going to uh, spoil something that's apparently in the movie. We need a spoiler alert sound yeah. effect. I do. That would, that would be very beep, good. Beep, beep, beep. So apparently there's a cameo oh. of uh, Nicolas Cage as Superman from his Hell the yeah. Superman movie that didn't come out. Yep. I love Nate. Did yeah. you ever watch Pig? Mm -mm. <laughs> the Nicolas Cage movie where someone steals his pig? <laughs> it's like so good. I love it so much. All right. So, guys, this is a movie that's being marketed on cameos and member berries because what they're trying to do is they're trying to distract from the fact that Ezra Miller literally went on like a year and a half long terror campaign yeah. where he was basically the U.S. government when we're in search of oil, right? He's just pounding <laughs> down doors. He's taking nice. people out. Okay, maybe not that bad. But, Dude, it was pretty bad. It, Makes Jackson Mahomes look a little bit more tame. Yeah, right? Like, so it says, it was uh, pretty bad. The, the, the idea here that they're going to be able to like weave their way around it, do you think it's going to matter? My... Honest opinion, I don't think it ends up... If this movie fails, it's going to fail because nobody gives a crap about DC movies right now because they're not making good movies. It's not going to fail because Ezra Miller's a horrible person. He is a horrible person. It's just I don't think the average moviegoer knows or cares. Yeah. Well, it's like three strikes you're out, right? Yeah. Superhero fatigue, first strike. Second strike is... Uh, 
Ezra Miller. I'd argue the third strike is the Flash is just really meh in general. And uh, I was watching the SNL skit of Superman's funeral. And Adam Sandler plays the Flash. And he's like, I'm all right, but, you know. All I can do is run fast, and Superman could run as fast as me, even though he never did. And I'm like, yeah, he has a point. You know, there's a weird uh, in, uh, inequality, I guess, between superhero powers. And it's like the Flash, all he can do is run fast, yet somehow he's up there with, you know, Batman and Superman and Lex Luthor and everything. And I just, uh, just it doesn't make sense like, to me. The other thing about this is, is that they're doing the full court press where all the people involved in the movie now have to pretend like everything's okay. It says, talking to CBC, uh, Osterberry, this is the production designer, Paul Osterberry, says, Ezra Miller did such a superb job, people will forget all the negative press the actor accumulated in the last couple of years. He stressed Miller's dedication and professionalism while being under, quote, a lot of pressure. Osterberry pointed out Miller had to play two different versions of the character. He's non-binary. That should be fine. (laughs) He can do that anyways. Oh, my God. Right? That's awesome. Right? Like, he's like... I don't think identity is uh, I don't think having a complicated identity is something that's difficult for Miller to do what if he's like just a scene with him but it's two characters and it's he uh, him and and the one character and they them for the other other character and he's just talking to himself and there's a she her in another room (laughs) he Uh, looks in a mirror and it's a she her with the the long hair says he pointed out Miller had to play two different versions of the character switching roles every few days I mean he was going through like what was essentially a psychotic break anyways maybe that's maybe that's what led to all of this business as usual yeah says he only had three days off during the entire shoot they filmed six days a week and spent one in stunt rehearsals it's been reported that Miller did their own stunts I'm so annoyed that they're like even me can't stand them respecting pronouns of a dude who chokeslams women. Uh, do you know how hard these things are to read and report on? Yeah. With the they that like Seven. Ooh, $20 one right Seven. there. All righty. Shane H. Um, I can't see the name. I got to go to YouTube. Shane H. Wilder. Uh, Shane H. Wilder. <laughs> Guardians was good. It would have been better if they kept the it separated from the rest of the MCU instead of shoehorning it in. Also, I could go. Uh, I could go into the thousand some odd record, and I have and build a Guardian soundtrack. There you go. Um, yeah. What's, what's your favorite soundtrack of all time? Movie mm, soundtrack of all time. That's tough. High Fidelity, two thousand. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> I don't. I don't know if I have one, man. I really don't. I mean, I, I would argue that Tarantino's movies yeah. always have a good soundtrack, but I don't know if I have a favorite. For me, it's either American Gangster or Scream One. Really yes. interesting. Ooh, okay. Yeah, both of those. Right. Red right hands. Yeah, I'm just not. I usually don't listen to yeah. movie soundtracks. To be There's honest, there's a twenty dollar one right there from Clef the Misfit. Clef the Misfit. I don't know much about Barry Allen because my Flash is Wally West, but I always found Flash's appeal in the DCAU being in his goofiness and heart, being the goodest yeah. boy in the Justice League. Yeah, but isn't that Beast Boy of Teen Titans? Like, we don't need another teenage superhero. No, I get it. No, I like you're, it. You're not seeing. You're. I mean, but but you're not seeing Beast Boy. Boy in contrast with Batman as much so like you'll you, there is something to be said where when he interacts with the other heroes there's there's a kind of heart like there's a heart to it that I like so this isn't this isn't a twenty dollars super chat, but Gabby said Flash is up there for good reasons. I'd love to explain why. One easy point is time travel, which yeah. Superman can't do. He can time travel. Yes. How? Flashpoint paradox. What uh, is that? What is he, that? He can he can go back in time. 
just because he's running so time, fast. Uh, yeah, like the, he can change the timeline. That's what that's how the flash. That's where the flashpoint paradox comes from. And I think a lot of what they're going to be doing with this film is they're going to be using that old flashpoint storyline as a way to reset the the universe so that they can put in their own actors. Now, somebody else also pointed out earlier. It is fair to say that they're using this time now to get rid of all the heroes people like, i.e., Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. They're getting obviously Henry Cavill as Superman. Everyone likes Henry Cavill. Of Superman, even if they don't like the movies he's in, which is actually, if anything, a testament to him more than anything that his your love for him as that character can withstand these movies that people don't like. Well, okay, so I'm torn on this because yep. I kind of do want them to like kind of hit the reset button, but yep. at the same time. Uh, when after the first event, they have to hit. I'm sorry, but they have to. Hit the, as much as I love Henry Cavill as Superman and Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, they have to reset. So what, the only reason I'd be opposed to that is after the first Avengers movie, uh, the, not the first Avengers, yeah. but the first part of Endgame, yeah. whatever, right? You, he does the snap and half the superheroes die, right? I was stoked. I like you not to sound. You didn't actually think that was gonna stick. I you? I did. Oh my gosh. I did. And then this next oh, movie comes out, and they're like, "Oh, let's just go back in time and yeah. save everyone." That was never. And I'm like, stick. "Dude, why?" Yeah. I'm like, "Cause I, I've said this before. I don't know if I've said it to you, Brett, but there is not enough movies where they just kill off a main character. Yeah. There's too many happy endings in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, it's not that it's wrong to have a happy ending, but some movies are fantastic because they don't. You know, they either leave you wondering or it's dark and it's sad, you know, and that makes for good cinema just as much as a happy ending does. I have this exact argument about Rocky, how he doesn't win the first fight. Yeah. My best friend is like, he doesn't win. It's not a good movie. I'm like, that's not the point. That's so not. That's like literally the opposite of the point. Like the point was his relationship with Adrian, the fact that he went the distance like my guy. The fight. If anything, that's a testament to the strength of the storytelling at that time. Yeah. That you didn't need the the win at the end. Exactly. It's, it's funny too. That's actually uh, in in the underrated baseball classic Little Big League, uh, uh, starring. Uh, well, actually, I, don't even, I can usually I can tell you who's starring in the movie. I can't I can't remember <laughs> the name of the young actor off the top of my head. It's got Jonathan Silverman in it. I I, I remember that. But in that movie, um, in Little Big League, they don't win. The, the game at the end, they yeah. lose. Yeah. The, they, they don't end up winning. So mm-hmm. that's like Ken Griffey Jr. snatches victory. Uh, he snatches the, their victory out of the palm of, in the palm of his hand by catching a would-be home run off of the lead character. And that's like, that's like, but the point is, is that the kid made it all the way. He took a team from basically last place to first place or like not even last place to first place. He took him from last place to a wild card game where they made all of this improvement and it became more about his journey as a manager and not about them winning. Yep. Right. Also to point out one of the funniest things ever, nobody ever points out in the movie uh, Angels in the Outfield that they're just cheating. <laughs> that they're, like they, they, they just they just have help from God, and and like and then and then and then God basically it's, oh my and then he basically comes down to the end. He says, "Well, we'll help you get to the pennant, but we're not going to help you win the playoffs. That would be ridiculous." Have you? Uh, are you kidding me? What me do we look like? The bad guy? It reminds me of the Family Guy episode where uh, Peter's like, "You know, I'm just really upset. It's just 
pissed off because God, uh, God hates the Patriots and Bill Belichick. And then he goes to God. He's like, why? Why do you always make the Patriots lose? He's like, well, that Bill Belichick guy is kind of a douche. That's a good plot. Makes perfect sense to me. Look, like that's kind of the beauty of sports movies, right? They don't have to win because it should be about the journey to get there. You yeah. know, it's it's not always about winning. There was just a clip of somebody the other day where they're like, uh, I don't even remember who it was, but they're like, do you view this season as a failure? Year, and he basically said, he goes, every year Michael Jordan played that he didn't win a championship. Is that a failure? Yeah. No, that's yeah. not true. Uh, I think you're thinking of Giannis because he uh, yeah, it was. went out in the first round. Um, yeah, that guy's a class act, man. He, he's a good guy. And I, I think that was a captive. You know, too many, you'll see this often, especially the NBA, uh, where these like hotheads, uh, emotions are running high, and they lose the game. It's sore. Lo- it's being a sore loser. They lose the game. And they refuse to talk to the press. They storm out. We had one player throw a chair at somebody the, uh, after one game yeah. during these playoffs. So you know, to be able to do that, to know that you're like a favorite for the NBA Finals, to go out in the first round, and then to still get up there and deliver a speech like that. Yeah. It's not easy to do. No, not because when you're when you're competitive, like you get emotional at yeah. the end there. That's it's never yeah, easy. and I think that show is just it's a testament to just how great of a not only a player he is, but person to be able to do that. You know. Um, so yeah, shout out Giannis. Uh, that was a really good, really good press conference, man. Look, the the Flash movie has a budget of two hundred and twenty million dollars. Uh, which means with marketing, it's $330 million, roughly, give or take. I just don't understand anymore. We just found out recently that like the budgets on both of the last two Jurassic Park movies were actually oh, yeah. double <laughs> what they said they were. So they were like two of the most expensive movies of all time. Oh, I just don't understand the point of taking the gamble constantly. It's not like the return on investment. They don't think it's a be- gamble. But they, it is. No, because there was three Jurassic Park movies in the 90s that were very successful. But the okay, the point is So here, they think like, that means they're no not problem. making enough money on their they're not the, the return on investment is not high enough to justify budgets that high. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I don't think they were thinking that. I think yeah. they thought that was just a safe play. Yeah. And meanwhile, we're at home like why would you do this? This is so obvious like duh. Like but, to me, like what I would like to see done, you don't even have to necessarily like these movies are too long. Most yes, of them are going yeah. two and a half hours. Yes, yeah. Cut these things down to 2 hours like uh 2 hours long, right? Last night I uh I I made a I made a post in honor of the writer's strike where I I toasted uh, I toasted the writer's strike by watching Quantum of Solace because Quantum of Solace came out during the 2007 writer's strike and I realized that that movie is only an hour and 46 minutes long it's almost an entire hour shorter than Casino Royale everyone hates the movie I love it and then people I haven't get, seen that and then one. people get mad at me they're like that movie's so bad I'm like I didn't say it was a good movie I said I love it. Yeah, right? like I, it doesn't have to be a good movie for me to like it. No. Right? Casino Royale was kind of. Uh, I, love, I love Casino Royale up until the third act. I feel yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I felt like I just kept waiting for something to happen, and when something finally did happen, I was like, oh, well, okay. I love the cinematography on that movie. Yes, I will give you that. The cinematography on that movie is fantastic. It's just not as action-packed as I thought it was going to be. I mean, it, it kind of does it in set pieces, right? You've got the one at the airport. 
you got so you got the first of all you've got it at the beginning with him in the in the bathroom with right. the guy. I guess if you call that's action, right? right? It's him having his first real visceral fight, which was more visceral than a lot of other Bond fights have been yeah, in the yeah. past, which tend to be more on the campy and suave side. Uh, so he has this visceral fight with the dude in the in that room. Then you have the free the free running scene. Which was like at that time, it's like mid 2000s, and every single movie has a free running scene. Mm -hmm. Like, as some dude hopping from building to building mm -hmm. to building to building. Like, yep. those dudes were getting work at that time. Uh, so, you've got that long free running scene where he chases the guy down and then shoots him in the embassy. Then you've got him, he comes back. Then after that, you've got what was the one you were just talking about, the airport scene. And then you have the lull where he does the poker tournament, but you expect that it's the poker tournament. But even there, he fights the guy in the hotel room. Right, during the intermission. On the stairs, yeah. right? And then and then him and Vesper in the in the shower, like because like maybe he's that's just killed. maybe I think, that's I think why just, I think actually what it is it was better spread out than you're thinking. Maybe well I was think I was just saying like Casino Royale, I expected yeah. the poker to be like kind of introduced first and it was almost like that was the, it was like the whole second act right i don't know yeah interesting just uh i guess creative choice there um and well and then also like after the car wreck after the car chase and the car wreck it feels like the movie's over and there's a whole nother act of yeah. uh of them at the hotel and vesper yep. and all that stuff it is what it is uh i love that movie too i just think it's a bit long and uh, the reason I like Quantum of Solace is because it's shorter. So what I'd like to see these people do, shorten these movies by 20, 30 minutes, yeah. make them an hour and – like there's nothing wrong with a movie being an hour and 45 minutes to two hours long. If anything, they made them shorten uh, Batman vs. Superman so that they could fit in more screenings per day. So shorten your movies. Make like less time – more screenings, put uh, more of your money into this, into a few good, really good CGI set pieces rather than this cobbled together garbage that always looks completely all over the place and hard yeah. to and, and hard to discern what's going on. And I think that they could do something really, really good there. But they just they've got this weird hard on for like two hour and twenty minute movies. Well, I will say too, and it's like <clears throat> movies that are really good. You don't look at the clock. You're not yeah. paying attention. So the hardest part is like a, is finding a movie these days where you're like it's like almost over and you're like wow. Yeah, yeah. holy yeah. Because you know I, I feel that like maybe not rewatching Tarantino movies, but like a lot of those Tarantino like Inglorious Bastards or uh, maybe not Hateful Eight, but um, Pulp Fiction definitely. <laughs> those are long movies. Yeah, they're not short movies, but it's yeah. like. Even if you're like, he you do look at the well, clock, though. you're like, he oh, wow, well. very well. Yeah. And it's also, it, he keeps you engaged. There's nothing mm -hmm. that's boring. Everything is, it's, what is that uh, rule that if something is, like, if you see a prop in one scene, it better oh, be used. Check off. Check off. Yeah. yeah. So um, he does that very well. Yes. There's nothing that is pointless, you yeah. know. If you see a opinion. watch in one scene, it's going to be. It's yeah. going to come back. It's not as bad as when somebody's like when somebody gives a spontaneous like profession of like oh I'm so happy for like I was like oh my gosh I, I just I'm just so happy I'm like well that guy's gonna die yeah like they like they they always end up dying right, right like yeah. uh, uh, or anytime anytime a secondary character starts getting just a little bit too much screen time in a TV show you know that they're they're yep. about uh, they're going oh that just happened with uh, oh, I don't want to spoil it but because I want you to watch the show but uh. Only Murders in the Building that yeah. I was watching on Hulu. So the first season is pretty good. Pretty good. I'd, I'd recommend it. But uh, 
yeah, that phenomenon definitely, definitely happens. Yep. B Hammer in the chat says heat is almost three hours long, but it goes by fast. I actually agree, and I didn't used to agree. Heat used to be uh, as much as it is my favorite movie of all time. It's up. It's I still consider it to be my favorite movie of all time. It goes back and forth between that American Gangster and a couple of other ones, but that collateral. Uh, I always remembered in the past when I was young when I saw that movie. I don't know if you guys have seen if you've seen Heat the the movie Heat. I watched it, but I kind of was of the opinion it was a little long for me. Okay, so here's the like when I when I first watched it when I was younger, it was one of those things where it's like you're young and it feels like the bank heist is the natural conclusion to the movie. But it's not. It's barely the sec- the end of the second act, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a whole wealth of stuff that happens after that movie that once you get older and you appreciate that they're tying up these storylines, it goes by much faster. But when I was younger, it was like my brain couldn't quite comprehend. I was like, I love this movie, but it always felt like that third act was tacked on. It doesn't feel that way. When I, I bet you if you rewatched it now, yeah. you'd feel about it differently. Okay. That's... Uh- that's why I know this is going to be a hot take. That's that's why I don't like the Lord of the Ring movies. Oof. Oh, thank you. My God. Chat, People gave me so much him. crap. I don't care. Come for me. Um, better come for him, too. Dude, first Chat, of all, get him. Like, yo, like, I'm not the biggest, like, for the average view watcher of movies, I'm not a super. Based on spectacle alone, they deserve to be. I'm that not one. super well versed on the whole fantasy kind thank of stuff. And so then to guy. make it three and a half hours. <laughs> of something that I, bro, I'm do you know how different many about it best? Th- I I criticized the movie that it was three hours and it was boring, and they're like, okay, I know, I know, I know, you gotta watch the four hour extended version. I'm like, oh. no, I'm not watching another hour. And this is why Game of Thrones worked because for someone who doesn't necessarily like the fantasy stuff, you get 45 minutes. I can digest that yeah, sure. and take a break from it, and then come back for episode two. That is like the highest take ever. I'm sorry. The Lord of the Rings? Yeah, I'm sorry. That's, that's I apologize for nothing. They're too long. I, but, yeah. High five, dude. They're too long. Thank you. All right. All right. Guys, the Flash movie, we'll, we'll see where it goes. I, I think that if it fails, and I do think that it's going to, it'll make its money back. It'll do fine. But it's not going to be overly successful unless I'm wrong. I, I could be wrong. But if it does fail, it's going to fail because people just don't seem to give a crap about DC movies these days. Yeah. And superhero movies in general aren't really exciting people. If it makes money, it's not making mus- money because of Ezra Miller. It's making money because Michael Keaton is in it. And it's making money because Ben Affleck is coming back. Oh, what a fall from grace. I saw the Michael Keaton yeah. and like I enjoy I I'm of the Eric July opinion that it is kind of like cheap, but I still kind of enjoy the fact that they're bringing back older stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I'm in between. But yeah, just to see the Michael Keaton thing and it's kind of like wasted on the flash. Yeah. And the, well, I mean, it's it, it's it's telling that they would use it for the promotional material and not mm-hmm. save it for the movie, right? Like yeah. if it, depending on obviously we haven't seen it yet, but if we go and watch it and the majority of Keaton's appearance is that scene, is those scenes, then you know that they had no confidence in the movie yeah. because they wasted it all to get the promo out of the way. Well, it's kind of like with the Spider-Man ones where they had the yeah. villains come back, it was hinting that they might have yeah. the Spider-Man uh, actors, but they saved it. But they saved when it. When they and the thing is Sony wanted to release it Sony wanted to to put that out there, yep. and Marvel's like, we're not doing that. We're right. we're saving those cameos. Right. Uh, or I might have that backwards. Somebody in the chat can correct me. I believe it was Sony wanted to to advertise with the actors, and Marvel's yeah. like, no, this is too good. We'll we'll hold on to it. And they did the same thing. I I think the I think the Daredevil cameo got leaked. Uh, the oh, cameo right. of yeah. of Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Forgot about that. As Matt Murdock. So. Right. 
All right, guys. We got some super chats there, do we not? Uh, yes, Starting we do. All righty. Uh, Andrew Jacobs says, Mary, my bad. Starbucks hot chocolate is the best. Mary, that's... Yeah, yeah. Andrew Jacobs is saying hot chocolate's good. Well, she, she agrees. She Yeah, she's nods in the corner. <laughs> um, Gabby Hayes says, have Lords Kellen and Burt been replaced? Cloned? Bloody hell, guys. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't give a beep about Ezra. Mm-hmm. I want to see my favorite two beeping Batman on the beeping screen. That's it. Uh, Clef says Clef the Misfit says Finishing my leg Tattoo sleeve As I watch PCC today nice. Thank you for helping me dis- uh, Helping distract me From the pain Wait Send so- a photo of the tattoo man uh yeah like so is that are you like at a tattoo uh are you, like getting it done in a shop and like you're watching it on your phone it'd be cool if it was on the screen at the shop yeah on like you a, know on like a TV the tattoo shop. shop that I used to go to they would uh, uh, play Star Wars and stuff they were like real yeah it was awesome Star Wars you know uh, like we just had, stuff. we just got done with it's gonna be May and all the memes and now we've got May the Fourth be with you tomorrow oh. <sighs> Which Here one's Super go. Mario Day? March 10th. M A R 10. Wow. They're all Okay, so Mar Okay, March not May. So I was, yeah. I was like, dang, they're all like in oh, the in like a 2 May. month yeah. in the in a 2 month period. Mm-hmm. Um Isaac Martinez <laughs> says, at least K dramas are going strong. No W G A for them. Uh, Writers the- Guild of America. Ah. And we're going to be talking about a little bit about that next. Darth Doza says, "Woohoo!" Class canceled, so I get to catch you live. Great panel today. Brett, the hat is always great. What hat am I wearing today? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, like, I had to... I finally it's the had, Chicago Timberwolves. It's the, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the Minnesota Bulls. People, I, I get I get a fair amount of questions uh, about the hats, and I, I like to, like, tell people, like, people think that they're just random teams, but they're all... They kind but, of are. No, they're not. They're not. They're, there's, a, there's a method to my madness on all of it. They're, I, they're all either twins... Seattle Mariners the reason for Seattle being that I love Ken Griffey Jr. so there's a reason to it and all of the other ones that are not the 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 fitted hats are all Minnesota baseball minor league teams so they're teams that end up being farm teams for Minnesota Twins okay so the Rochester Red Wings the St. Paul Saints and the Saint and the Fort Myers Mighty Muscles and do you like watch baseball? Uh, I, I watch. I, I mostly. Watch, I don't have time these days. I watch John Boy. I, I still keep up with baseball. We'll have to go out to. Uh, we'll Boy. have to go out to a Nationals game. Nats Park is really nice. I almost bought a Nationals hat at one point. I was like, I'm. I'm a resident yeah, here just now. Catch one in the stands. Nah, I'm not doing. That. Just catch one when that. they throw them into the stands. I'm not doing that. Um, Gabby Read, uh, Hayes. Two more, and then we will move on. <sighs> two more. There's a, okay, okay. Gabby Hayes. Brett, do you know if they're actually doing the crow with Skarsgård or Momoa? Rest in peace, Brandon Lee. By the way, Kellen is giving off subplot Bond villain vibes. <laughs> um, let me, like maybe Rami Malek days. Did like, you see that someone was like, I can't believe they're having a white guy play an Egyptian character, and it was Rami Malek, and they were like, he is he's, Egyptian, he's literally Egyptian. Yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah, there's some there's some Bondville. You'd have to have a you'd have to have a British accent though if you were gonna do that. Yeah, I don't have one. And as for they are still doing Skarsgård in the crow in the crow as far as I know. Uh, there haven't been any updates on that in a while. As far as I know, his wife's in that with him. So hmm. he's married to FKA Twigs, I think. Oh, is he? Huh. I think I could maybe I'm. They're gonna have some that. weird looking kids. They're both really bug eyed. <laughs> Maybe well maybe it'll be maybe it'll like reverse itself. Maybe yeah, yeah cancel like each the, other the out. The kids will be then normal. Yeah, normal eyed. Uh, Chubbs's <laughs> farming says no Mary equals PCC gets hairy. 
Fair enough. So that's true. That's I'm going to read uh, this last one since it was the first story. It's over 9,000. It says, 20 years from now, Patrick Mahomes will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. And during his speech, either his <laughs> wife or brother will say or do something very stupid and be asked to leave. I agree. Yeah. You're going to see his brother get up and do a TikTok dance as you've got all these like 80-year-old Hall of Famers that are just struggling to even be there. He's like, like uh, and it's, it's, it'll be somehow more embarrassing because of how old he'll yeah, be at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to do those stupid dances. All right, um, guys. We are moving on. Yep. The okay. All right. We're going to move on right. for a minute here, guys. Uh, writer's Strike. I want to talk about Adam Conover. He, have you ever seen that Adam Ruins Everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he ruins everything. He, he does. He really he? does. He yeah. does. Yeah. So uh, Adam Conover calls out David Zaslav's two hundred and fifty million dollars salary on air at CNN. <sighs> boo hoo! I say. I'm sorry. Boo hoo! I say. What do you want me to do? The dude makes a lot of money, right? So yeah. he says David Zaslav, the CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery, the parent company of the network I'm talking to you on right now, because CNN is owned by. Warner Warner mm. Media. The funniest part being that as soon as Zaslav took over, he took an axe to CNN Plus. <laughs> He's the one who's just like, that's not gonna make anybody. Nobody wants CNN Plus. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Like, did you ever watch? Did you like? It was there for like a day, right? I watched the rise and subsequent downfall in like a day of like less than a day of less CNN than a Plus. Day. Like, what was the sh what were the shows? Oh, they launched. What was his name? Chris Wallace. He moved from Fox yeah. News to CNN, and it was supposed to like launch his career with CNN. Yeah, and then it just fell flat nothing well and, and that's that's the what i what i think adam gets wrong here is yeah. that he makes the point where he says these networks are making tons of money i'm like no they're not no. like they're not making like they're cutting budgets constantly yeah. like that's that's the thing so he says uh he says um uh, David Zaslav, I'll start over here. David Zaslav, the CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery, the parent company of the network I'm talking to you on right now, was paid $250 million last year, a quarter of a billion dollars. Well, I wonder what the government took of it in taxes, right? right? Uh, Conover said during his, in his interview on CNN, that's about the same level as 10,000 writers are asking him to pay all of us collectively. So David Zaslav is worth 10,000 writers. <laughs> Seems ab about right, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, the, the, the thing that I thought of when I saw this was, like, first, like, look, could David Zaslav do your job or could you do David Zaslav's job? Like, which one is more likely to succeed at doing the other's job? My guess is that if we were to take David Zaslav and be like, look, you can use chat GBT, and he's just, I think David Zaslav would be able to write a hit television show before these people would be able to run a company successfully. Yeah. Fair enough? Yes. I've thoughts, seen it. Skellen? Uh, on uh, David Zaslav? Yes. No, I have no thoughts on David Zaslav, but I, I could do both jobs at the same time. Yep. I've seen the chat GPT thing, like write an article. Yeah. All you did was like prompt it with certain things yeah. and it pulled up a whole article. Now, somebody who's not really well versed in like writing and how language works, they're not going to pick this stuff out. But I know personally, like reading through what chat GPT puts out, I'm like, okay, it's good for what it is. It's shocking. But also there's like little things that like, okay, people don't talk like that. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. But I mean, I was just left leftists don't talk like human beings on Twitter anyways. Well, they, they put out one terrible of my scripts biggest, anyway. One of my biggest problems is that everybody, everybody who talks on Twitter, I'm like, nobody talks like that in the real world. Well, yeah. There is a snark to the way people talk on Twitter. Yes. That is not how human beings actually talk. Well, here, here's the other thing though, you know, um, like 
Shane Cashman, shout out Shane Cashman, another writer at TimCast.com. You know, a lot of times his work is very long, right? Very verbose, lots of words. And it's like, it's a particular style that he's, you know, created and crafted on his own. I'm sure he's had inspiration, but ChatGPT it's going to be the same flavor. Like if chat GPT you is vanilla, ask, you you're not going to get strawberry GPT to write in the, in the tone of somebody who, who writes. Yeah. But what yeah. I'm saying is there's, there's, you're not going to, the humanity is going to be missing. Like Shane, like, like Shane's work, even your work, like, right. We know it, like it changes slightly yeah. depending on the article. You guys, th- there's just an X factor that will not exist when you have robots doing it. Well, uh, I mean, in Hollywood, I don't know if that X factor even exists these no. days. And I'm just putting it this way. If David, if you gave David Zaslav a writing job, he could, fa- he would find a way to like farm out the work and get it done and make it work before you would be able to make the connections. Like there is a lot that goes into being a CEO beyond just being in charge. Not to mention the pressure of having all those people's jobs on the line and having to be the bad guy when you cut jobs. Like that's the thing they're cutting thousands of jobs right now. So he's, he's incorrect in this article where he says these companies are, he goes, their profits are going up. It's ridiculous of them to plead poverty. I found this old article. Warner brothers discovery continues to lose money despite the success of the last of us in Hogwarts legacy. They're cutting jobs. When David Zaslav took over, he was tasked with, finding five with basically eliminating $5 billion worth of overhead. So he had to like, that's why Batgirl is getting canceled. That's why TV shows are getting canceled. Who was the writer that used to just get absolutely plastered before you would write like, uh, (laughs) no, uh, I can't remember. Joe Rogan brings him up all the time. Um, 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 Damn it! I know who exactly who you're talking about. I can't think now. But anyway, worst like, thing in the, in the Hunter room. S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson, yeah. right? So, like, his work would change depending on how much he drank, what yeah. he drank, yeah. his mood, like whatever. It's like ChatGPT. I, I I refuse to believe. Like, even if you're like, all right, act like a guy who's had six drinks at two a.m. on a Thursday night while it's raining, right? In that style, it's not going to be the same. Right. It's not going to be the same. There's synapses firing in your brain that ChatGPT just doesn't have. ChatGPT is only two plus two equals four. We're humans. You know, as crazy it is, you're going to get two plus two equals five sometimes. You know, it doesn't make sense, but that's just it. Humans, the art behind humans and our creativity is that it doesn't always make sense. I just, I don't think that these people actually, they they separate themselves into the haves and the have-nots, and they really do believe that there's going to be some type of equitable outcome to all this. It's why it's always hilarious to me when the the actors pay lip service to this stuff, because the actors are the haves, and the writers oftentimes are the have-nots, which is why so much of the art is made into propaganda about equity. And they want that. So them shouting this stuff out now isn't actually all that hard to believe. And a lot of people don't even know if we're really going to notice this writer's strike because so many of these shows have been written out in advance anyways. And they're going to go and be made on streaming. They don't need the writers now because the shows have already been written and sold. And you just can't expect somebody like David Zaslav to what? Is he supposed to sacrifice his contract so that you so that he can pay these people for shows that nobody's buying or watching? that uh like think about it like think of all the shows that you'd consider hits in the last couple of last year so what we've got the last of us we've got Dahmer we've got Wednesday what else was a big hit Dahmer got big 
What what else was what else was a big show that that you would be, that you would find to be culturally significant in the last year? Uh, well, not the last year, but Squid Games. Okay, Squid Games. That was twenty twenty one, I believe. Yeah. Uh, uh, other thoughts? Other shows that I'm have been chat. What else? Uh, what uh, other shows actually, would you say? There's one that's coming out right now, and I didn't realize. Uh, I was telling you about it yesterday, uh, Brett. So there's this the first light, I believe it's called, and it's talking about uh, it's the Anne Frank story, but it's but not I, about I, Anne Frank. But I want to talk. I want to talk so about that's shows really good. That's, and it's I want to talk right about now. yeah, but that's that's good is not relevant in this discussion. Good. There's probably a thousand shows that are good. Whether they actually resonate with people is what matters, and what we need to focus on is what people are actually willing to watch. Oh, She Hulk. So, oh, yes. Okay. So uh, Better Call Saul, <laughs> like Better Call Saul, Saul. did well, but it, it, I don't know if I would call it a cultural no. milestone. Not like Breaking Bad. Not like uh, uh, okay. Then how about this? Uh, then you'd add House of the Dragon was was popular. That's true. It was popular. I just... House of the Dragon did better time uh, over time than Rings of Power did. Okay. It, it grew an audience, so that actually sustained on its level of writing. So that's like what five or six shows total in a whole year. Think about how much garbage is dumped onto these streaming services every single day. Yeah. New shows all the time that you've never heard of that no one has ever watched and th they're complaining that they're not going to make the same amount as the people that are actually excelling in their field. Yeah. That's not realistic no yeah you can't expect that but the problem is we've developed a weird type of utopian society yes yeah, see decoy voice yeah deco decoy voice what up uh like he's right house of the dragon there's only so many shows that are actually going to be culturally relevant each and every year have there been any network television shows that feel that way uh, i have no idea there's bro been some that are good yeah like uh tulsa king but it's like i don't know if it has okay, like yeah okay yellowstone you could put yellowstone, yellowstone or tulsa king on that list i suppose yeah right oh, yeah, someone yeah. just said yellowstone like uh so yellowstone so there's not a whole ton I, I wouldn't even put the terminal list on there because as much as we loved terminal list as much as i loved terminal list and reacher rings of power but that didn't succeed. The the they just released the thing that said that the viewership dropped. Like only. But are we talking about successful, good, or are we just talking? No, about we're talking about resonated talking. and got people to watch it. That you can get people to artificially talk about it by paying yeah. these crappy yeah. rag outlets to talk about it. Only thirty seven percent of the people that watched, I believe it was thirty seven percent. Only like thirty seven percent of the people that started Rings of Power finished Rings of Power. Mm -hmm. Are you telling supposed to tell me that they deserve the same pay as the people who wrote House of the dragon which increased its audience week after week yeah i don't buy that i don't buy that like yeah. uh but they they believe in this utopian equitable society where everyone's going to be making the same amount of money and it or, or at least they, they say they use the living wage what does that mean that's yeah. different for everyone yep that's true mm -hmm. like well I, I and i think they're they're what we're seeing and they're not realizing is that if you give everyone a participation yeah. trophy the trophies don't mean anything yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So that, that's what it is. It's everyone wants to be like, look how noble and great this particular project is because, you know, their ESG score was so high on the project. It's like, well, dude, cool. Yeah. But that like that doesn't make it, you know, doesn't make people want to watch it necessarily. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I, I hope I hope that, you know, Tarantino is supposed to I, I've brought him up a lot today, but I think he's one of the last few great uh, original storytellers that we have in our that's still making stuff. He's got one more movie coming out 
And I think he's going to then start producing TV shows. Uh, you know, it could be 10 years before we see anything from him. But, you know, at least there's that to look forward yep. to. Um, Culture Critic says, why wouldn't you put Terminal List on that list? Because uh, I think it did well, but I think it did well in a subsect of the population, which is like the... Uh, Peaky Blinders is good. Uh, but, but again, like well, I'm talking about the ones that really, really move numbers at these networks that were part of a larger cultural discussion. Wednesday Adams became a cultural phenomenon. That's Dahmer true. was mentioned by everyone. There was people here that don't watch TV that were watching Dahmer. Like, is, is yeah, but is that I, because of the writing, or is that just because of how crazy? It's a true story. How yeah. crazy Jeffrey Dahmer was. Yeah. You know what? So like, is is. That's what I'm curious because, like, I, I almost don't want to include Dahmer in the conversation because it, it's not that it was a bad show, but it, it was telling a crazy story that actually happened. So. I'm tying this back to the right. I'm tying this back to the the writer's ability to sell something to a to one of these streaming services that actually proves the merit of their work. The like it, in a lot in the largest cultural sense, I believe that obviously the middle ground there is like I love shows like. Reacher, I love shows like The Terminalist, but they know their audience and that audience is very specific, yeah. right? Like they're not looking to court an audience that doesn't want to watch their stuff, nor should they. Yeah. But a show like Wednesday or a show like Squid Games uh, uh, brought in a ton of people that wouldn't normally watch their stuff, right? right? So uh, I, I'm kind of making a, my, my point is kind of all over the place on this one. But the point is, is that there's only so many large scale cultural hits every year that deserve a certain amount of recognition and, uh, and uh, payment for their work that deserve to be make, that deserve to make those Cocaine bear. Bucks. What? Cocaine yes. bear. And cocaine bear. Yes. We'll put, we'll <laughs> no, I can't believe yeah. we bit, but I forgot about that Did, one. Rogan basically <laughs> talked about that, how like you can't have every athlete can't be Michael Jordan. No, they can't. No. Can't. And the, and nor would the athletes ever want the pay to be no. that way no. because it would first of all for the lower athletes wouldn't want it if they want the if they want to win a championship because then no one's incentivized to to play better, yeah, right? Exactly. Like you you're incentivized to make as much money as you can by being the best mm -hmm. on top of winning championships. It's uh, merit matters. Well, you know, that's what uh that's what I really admired about Tom Brady. Um, a lot of people like him because he is the winningest quarterback in terms of Super Bowls. But uh, he consistently took pay cuts for while he was playing for the New England Patriots so they could pay other players to help form a great team and, and win championships. Yep. And it, it's not that he didn't make money because he made money. But he could have been making some years. He could have been making twice what he was reeling in, yeah. and he chose to. And a few players have done this, but he consistently did it. Um, a few players have done it, and it, that's just. I love that. I love that for a player because at the end of the day, I mean, to me, like that's what the game is about. Yes, you're going to get rich along the way if you're playing professional sports. That's out of the question. You may not be the most rich, right? But you're going to probably be a millionaire after a you know. Uh, a few seasons in the league now that doesn't go for everyone some people are one and done some people don't quite make it um but for the most part if you're starting and you're on national television playing professional sports you're going to make a lot of money you're not going to be struggling to pay for a roof over your head or put food on your table um and so i think too many people have now kind of gotten sucked into i want to be the the, the stardom of being an athlete rather than just the love and pure joy of the game itself uh, and it, it's 
it's disheartening. I mean, that's, you know, going back to the Jackson Mahomes thing, you know, that's what I like about Patrick Mahomes. He wasn't a first round pick. You know, Inventing he, Anna was quite big last year. Inventing Anna. Uh, I don't even heard about yeah. that one. Um, like I'm, like, I, I just decided to take a, li- a list of the ten shows that Collider said yeah, were the biggest shows of the year. Read them off and just think about which ones had actual cultural impact, right? Yeah. So, Inventing Anna, a lot of natural. I even heard of that there one. was a lot of actual interest in that story, right? So, Ozark, but that wasn't already a show for years before yeah. that. So, right. I'm, not, I'm looking more for one and dones here. Sandman did very, very well. On, even, on Netflix, I don't even know that Moon Knight is Marvel. Oh, yeah. um, I liked. I thought that one got. I guess everyone was watching it. Okay, The Boys. There's The, the, boys. the boys is another good already example. established. But though. but but still a show where does that guy deserve? Do the writers of that show deserve to make the same amount of money as somebody who made some show that nobody watched? No, no. Yeah. they like you. The cream rises to the top, right? So well, in, you know, in sports, a lot of times I'm Euphoria. sure oh, Euphoria, yeah, Euphoria is sure. big, but already established as well. Um, in sports, a lot of times you'll see contracts that they have stipulations that if you if your team makes it to the playoffs, you'll get a bonus, right? If you throw 15 touchdowns yeah. instead of 10, you'll get a bonus, right? And so I, I'm sure there's similar uh, stipulations in these writers' contracts. And if there's not, there should be. If your show reaches... I don't well, know. Well, and what they say that's on them number. for not negotiating better contracts. Oh, 100%. Like, take responsibility. Well, maybe and that's why actions. we're having a writer's strike. But... Um, I don't know. You know, I, I'm kind of happy it's happening because, you know, no, who's who's watching? Like, I don't know. Chat, tell me. Are you any of you guys actually watching those late night comedy shows anymore? No. Oh, I actually have that. I have something that's really funny, too, because I have this right here. It says Jimmy Fallon, like people who work for Jimmy Fallon are like calling him out. They're like saying, like, you don't really support the writer's strike. No. Because uh, it all ends up falling apart when everybody turns their back on one another. Right? No, and I love when, and then when they have guests on that talk about something that they don't want to show us how uncomfortable they are. And yeah. it's like, you know, you guys aren't comedy anymore. People don't realize these jobs are replaceable. Oh, 100%. you are expendable. hundred percent. Well, I mean, all these, I, I mean, most yeah. jobs are right. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. That's kind of, that really is just a perfect encompassing of what I was trying to say. Like it is a lot harder to replace David Zaslav yes. than it is to replace a writer in Hollywood. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. saying, nope, nope. Haven't watched since 2009. Nope. Nope. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I haven't wait, watched late night comedy in a decade. Dude, they, yeah. I, you know, kudos to the writers. It sucks though, because if people are going to start, like they're not going to go back, you yeah. know, uh, people, humans are creatures of habit. Yep. So with these late night shows shutting down, they're going to find something else to do. And they're not going to go back. Deco- and which sucks for the writers because then you're going to be out of a job. So Decoy Voice points out, he says, nope, they desperately tried to put the Daily Show after office marathons. Did you see what happened to Sean Hannity's numbers after Tucker got... Oh, absolutely. Demo- you know, Drop like a rock. Gutfeld too. <laughs> Gutfeld too. And, and Greg Gutfeld, I don't know if he's, I don't think he's included on this. Uh, I don't know. If the, I don't think he's impacted by this late night uh, comedy no, he's, hiatus. He's not, it's not affecting But him. even his numbers absolutely tanked. And I was wondering, yeah. I'm like, who, you know, I watched an episode or two. And I'm like, who's actually, like, it's not funny anymore. Colbert Gutfeld? was a little bit funny before he got all political. Yeah. See, Gutfeld but, is kind of like uh, that niche boomery audience he is funny but it's like i don't see anybody my age that actively tunes in to watch right he is funny though i'll watch a clip on youtube or something i re i reposted like something or i I retweeted something the other day it was like it was the picture of the stereotypical um utopian society says like society if conan o'brien hadn't lost the the late night uh, the late show job (laughs) the the night show job (laughs) 
That's what it would have been. So we'd have been like. I'm, I wonder why uh, Seinfeld never got a late night gig. Why would he want? Yeah, why would he want? Why would he? he'd be. I'd. At least, dude. Why would he want to work five days a week? That's true. When he's like, what he he spends an hour driving a car, getting coffee. Like, (laughs) so I I just here's a couple of other things that I saw. Jessica Vaughn on Twitter posted with inflation raging, the cost of living rising, and AI automation on the horizon. It's harder to contemplate who won't be on strike or suffering mass layoffs within the next two years than it is to list who will be inevitably by following the Writers Guild of America, who inevitably will be following the Writers Guild of America. And I really liked what Malcolm Flex said. He said, lots of industries are under the gun at the moment as we've created the perfect storm of increasingly incompetent and entitled workers coupled with technology that has a higher learning curve but can also replace simplistic to sometimes complex functions. That's the point here. What I mean is like, yes, it's not going to change the best writing. It's not going to be able to to replace the best writing or the most complex art, but it will be able to do easier functions. But is, you know, I don't, I guess this could be a silly question, but the writing, I wouldn't even say is the biggest problem. It's almost like the decision making, right? It's like, because a lot of times they're not making jokes. They're not. They're not actually. It's looking for clapter. Um, So we'll see. But then again, I I said it might be a silly question because they might just have AI start making the decisions for them. Like, hey, chat GBT, analyze the trends for the day. Tell me what people want to, you know, listen to, talk about. Jessica Vaughn also said the robots are coming and the corporatists who will be implementing them don't care about the competency nor the lives of the work uh, of the workers. This is the principle of profit over everything. The robots replacing all of us was always inevitable. There is no derailing it. She's so cool. Yeah. I like her. And shout out to Malcolm Flex, too. Yeah. Yeah, Flex rules. Dude's awesome. All right, we got some super chats there, do we not? All right, where did we leave off? I think we left off at the Hall of Fame one. <clears throat> All right, so we've got Sketch Therapy says, Shout out to Dr. Disrespect in the gray sweater. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm so glad my cultural reference made sense and that I wasn't just imagining it. Uh, <laughs> it's, I, I don't see it, but I'll take it, man. He's yeah. cool. Shane H. Wilder says, Hey, it's the benevolent overlord Bert and Tony Clifton. So, sorry, sorry, my bad. Kellen probably good that mary is out because it looks looks like they're going to do a men in black memory wipe on you brett yeah it could happen yeah, just, uh, uh, got a pen here boom yeah. done and then sing the song and then sing men in black right after that francisco sanchez oh we read that was a 20 dollar yep. olivia claire says bort bort that's you andrew jacobs <laughs> says bert 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 hi brett mary and kellen hey uh hey andrew jacobs says hey hi mary she she waved. She will be back on Friday, guys. Uh, Carnell says, "I live in Kansas City, an overwhelming majority of the city, and Chiefs fans completely repulsed at Jackson and his antics. Nobody here likes him. <laughs> yeah, his brother is going to have to speak up at this point. If he is, the media is not covering it. I'm not seeing any statements." Yeah. Thousand foot deep end says, "Brett, did you know Patrick Mahomes' father played for the Minnesota Twins in the '90s?" I did not know that. Oh, you're gonna have to get him a Mahomes jersey. I'm gonna have to get him a Mahomes jersey. If yeah. I, I wonder what year. All right, Shane H. Uh, we that that one was red. Gabby Hayes. That was a twenty dollar. No, down under. Uh, I'm not seeing. Oh, that you one. already read that one. The one about Flash is up there for good reason. Um, 
Urashima yep. Utaru. Yep. Urashima Utaru. Superhero fatigue isn't real. Bad movie fatigue is. That's, yes and no. That is my take yeah. most of the time. Let's uh, do one more and then we will. Oodles McNoodles <laughs> says, Mystery. Alaska is another good movie where the team doesn't win in the end. Yep. I haven't seen that movie. Yeah, you should see Mystery Alaska. All right, guys, we are going to move on. So uh, I said earlier that a broken clock is indeed right twice a day. Uh, Jamila Jamil slams the Met Gala honoring Karl Lagerfeld for selective cancel culture. Uh, Karl Lagerfeld is, is kind of famous in this industry now as a dude who basically says, like, don't be fat and that Adele was fat and that's not good. And like, if you don't want to get groped, don't be a model. He said a bunch of like very controversial stuff that uh, it's in his character. Uh, but now what she's calling out here is like, look, all of these people who rail against, you know, all of these feminists and all of these proponents of the Me Too movement who suddenly go blind when something like this happens. And this is the number one thing I think of. I'm watching all of this Met Gala crap. And I was complaining They're the whole night. Like so I, I complained a bunch because I'm like, look at these entitled, spoil, elitist douche canoes who are out here uh, flexing <sighs> in these ridiculous outfits while spending the other 364 days of the year pretending to care about regular people. They're not regular people. You will never be regular people. That's fine, but don't pretend like you are and don't pretend like you understand the plight of regular people. But then these people who who support these causes, support Me Too, support feminism, then this gal the Met Gala comes along and suddenly they're blind to the fact that the guy in charge is what they would what they would glean as problematic. You, you know? know that uh uh I think it was either twenty twenty one or the year before that AOC went to the Met Gala where she wore her famous Tax the Rich dress. That she didn't pay for. Um I was just gonna I was just gonna say they opened up or they are planning to open up an ethics violation investigation. Yep. Uh, because she got all this free stuff that was worth a ton of money because it's the Met Gala and getting your hair done is somehow a thousand dollars for ever, the event. It's way more than that. Ever ever since I saw AOC photoshopped with blonde hair, I'm with Dane now. I'm team. I'm team. AOC is hot as long as she's got. She blonde is. Hair. She is. But she's blonde. still crazy. Yeah, it's photoshopped with blonde hair. Um, so this is what Jamila Jamil says. She says last night Hollywood and fashion said the quiet part out loud when a lot of famous feminists chose to celebrate at the highest level a man who was so publicly cruel to women, to fat people, to immigrants, and to sexual assault survivors. Whoops, I said the quiet part out loud too. Jamila Jamil wrote all of the women's publications and spectators online chose to gleefully ignore it. And this is where it gets to the really interesting part. She says, suddenly your appetite to find women's tweets from when they were 12 is gone. Nobody has perfect morals, least of all me, but Jesus Christ, we had a year to course correct here and not award the highest honor possible to a known bigot. And then she says, this is the part that I thought was very interesting and it's very self-aware in a way that I find most of Hollywood to not be. She says, this isn't about cancel culture. It's not even about Carl. It's about showing how selective cancel culture is within liberal politics. In the most blatant way so far, it's, show, it's about showing why people don't trust liberals because of slippery tactics and double standards like this. Mm. Well, everyone knows the saying, uh, if, uh, if a leftist didn't... Uh, uh, if a leftist didn't have double standards, they wouldn't have standards exactly. at all. Uh -huh. right? Like, uh, 
it's the way it is. Uh, and she's right here. She goes, it's not just Hollywood here. The general public online participated and were entirely complicit in the erasure of the truth last night. They replaced their pitchforks with spoons last night to lap that shit up right the to lap that <laughs> lap that shit right up. If we carry on like this, don't be shocked when we lose the next election. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's like I, I don't know if the, that's the problem. The average person doesn't pay as close attention as they as they might think. I think the average no. person is so, kind of disconnected, but they are. They are unabashedly not unashamed of do as I say, not as I do. And the the best description I've ever heard of wokeness is heads I win, tails you lose, <laughs> which is really what it is in a lot of ways. Yeah. And they're they're not afraid of it. They don't care because there's no truth but power. Yep. They don't care that people don't like Karl Lagerfeld as long as they can use that person against them later. Now, if somebody more important comes out later and makes some claim that they want to support, they'll be all too happy to throw them under the bus and pretend like this never happened. Well, you know, and I want to point out that regular people don't know who Karl Lagerfeld is. But it's I've a symptom. Never this is a symptom of name. a greater problem, which is that they don't play by their own rules because they don't believe oh, in the rules. Right, they right. believe in power and winning. Now, I will say, um, I got so upset seeing some of those Met Gala. It's stupid. It's Halloween for the rich. That's what it is. But uh, seeing some of those costumes was <laughs> was absolutely infuriating. However. The juxtaposition then was the people who dressed normally and elegantly looked so good just because they were standing next to people yeah, Margot Robbie that looks, looked insane. Margot Robbie oh, yeah. looks amazing. Uh, if you guys haven't seen, Florence Pugh decided to shave her head, so she's off my list. Uh, but Ice Spice was looking great. Well, she was looking great at the Met Gala, so she replaced her. Um, so shout out Ice Spice uh, if you guys haven't seen her Met Gala dress. It's actually elegant. It, it's There's like... She just looks good. Do you see you know? uh, Pedro Pascal's? Oh my getup? god! Dude, he looked like Johnny me in the morning Johnny Depp with a with a, uh, with a, a bathrobe. robe bathrobe just in my. He was maybe the most. Dude, he I don't know why people aren't calling him out. He's definitely <laughs> grooming. What's her name? Um, oh jeez, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yes, he is, dude. Yes, he is. Well, she's an adult, so I don't know how you. Can I guess she's he's like leading 20. into the. She's whole... like twenty years old. Yeah, she's she's twenty. She's so. twenty, but she looks twelve, which is insane. But um, he's definitely. But he... It speaks to how smart Henry Cavill was saying, like when when they were making Enola Holmes, like he basically told Millie Bobby Brown, "Don't talk to me about stuff like that. I'm not your friend." Yeah. I don't know if you said I'm not your yeah. friend. But well, that's what like, it is. We're co-workers. We'll talk about co-workers. It's like he's. Style. It's like he is her uncle or something, and always in her corner defending her. And I'm like, this is weird. Like they both yeah. like went together to the premiere, and I know they were on The Last of Us together, but you that know. might have been mandated by the studio. I don't. Maybe. Well, you know what? Hollywood's doing it to them. Then you know, yeah. but he's leaning into the daddy stuff. Yeah. It's weird to me that the unproblematic da yeah. daddy they call yeah. him. To me that. Uh, that weird outfit he was wearing was just like, is he trying to be Johnny Depp yeah. with the, the ponytail and the mustache now? Yeah. Like, huh? Like, uh, uh, somebody says Margot Robbie's dress was so ugly though. She looks stunning. She always does. Uh, see what it is guys is she's so hot that she has to wear ugly clothes so that other people don't get like blown away <laughs> like a nuclear weapon. Uh, there, there was some other, there was, some well, other you know, and now we're seeing what's it called? Take, uh, uh, what is it? F the furry bullshit. The um. Uh, Jared Leto wore the Jared Leto wore. He dressed. He basically showed up as a giant cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But him, yeah. Doja Cat, and Lil Nas, uh, all did. 
yeah. all did the same thing, and they were like meowing at people. Well, that's because uh, and like, I'm like, apparently, Yo, apparently, this Doja is so Cat weird. Was, apparently, Doja Cat was being Carl Lagerfeld's cat that he owned. Like, she's the only one that even remotely made sense, and it was still so weird because it's like it's one thing to give an interview and it, like you meow as you introduce yourself and then actually yeah. conduct the interview. She did it to multiple people interviewing her and she kept just meowing the whole time. Mm. And I'm like, you are nuts lady. But like, are we surprised from someone who shaves their eyebrows off? I'm actually a fan of her Twitter. She is a pretty good S poster. Uh, yeah, but she's also insane. Yes. Well, yeah, the Two best S posters be often are. Yes. Uh, I want to get back to this discussion. So I want to go back to what she said here. She says, this isn't about cancel culture. It's not even about Carl. It's about showing how selective cancel culture is within liberal politics in the most blatant way so far. It's about showing why people don't trust liberals because of slippery tactics and double standards like this. This is something that's very plainly obvious to us, but I kind of am impressed that she's pointing it out, but she's pointing it out in a way where she's saying like, look, like you're making us look bad and she's got her principles. I can respect somebody, even if I disagree with them on 90% of issues, somebody who has their principles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's the other big dance that they dress up real weird? It's the Met Gala and not homecoming. the award shows. Homecoming. That's funny. Well, they, the, the White House Correspondence Center was. Oh, not, yeah. 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 There's another one that I'm missing that they also get real weird and go. Cause this like, it's you're, this is not elegance for majority of these celebrities. It's a weird oh. fetish Halloween. It's the uh, sacrifice to Moloch. Oh. That's the one where they get really... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bohemian Grove. <laughs> I, I, was just, I just saw something the other day that said, like, uh, some, some local government basically ruled that a local school could have a Satan club. Uh, oh, because like they were going to not allow a Satan club. And then they're like, yes, you can have your, your club for Satan. I think that was Hannah Claire. Was, did she, she write an article about, about that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Remember the, there's an old video where there's a guy that got interviewed by the, I think he, it was a bit that he was doing, but he, uh, he's a Satanist and he gave an interview to the local news station. It's actually pretty funny. Um, but he was doing a bit and he was a yeah. comedian. Um, the people who are taking this stuff seriously. I remember I was in summer camp uh, one year and this girl comes up to me and uh, given we were young in middle school, but she's like, my favorite colors are black and red because it reminds me of death and blood. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, Oh no, no. That's like the greatest try hard ever. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh. Uh, somebody asked, uh, there's another actress that looks like Margot Robbie. What's her name? It's Emma Mackey is who you're thinking of. Emma Mackey is who looks like Margot Robbie. She like, look her up. She looks exactly like her. It's crazy. Uh, do you think this is the type of thing where maybe people could learn something from, from Jamila Jamil? Maybe if people were a little bit more honest about this stuff and we had these discussions, I can respect somebody who disagrees with me politically if they're standing on the principles. Yeah, right? no, 100%. Like, uh, and, and they're not sticking to, they're not willing to sacrifice the women who were the victims of Karl Lagerfeld for the sake of getting dressed up and having some stupid gala. Yeah. Like, stand by what you believe in and don't compromise it just because uh, you want to go up and get dressed up and, and go to the Met Gala. Mm -hmm. Actually stand by what you're saying. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I hope so. But, yep. yeah, I mean, they live in a bubble. They don't think it's weird. Um, but Jamila Jamil's part of that same I mean, bubble. When you make Harry Styles look normal wearing a dress, you know the the whole gal has gone to hell. Like like that, and that's what happened this year. Is Harry Styles looked more normal even though he was wearing like a laced dress? Yeah. And I'm like, because people are wearing cat costumes, uh, cat costumes, and 
dude the dresses are bigger than this table in front of us like oh my god it just reminds me of those stupid fashion shows you see the one was the worst the the one lady uh who was it uh, janelle monet who looked like a she looked like a like a playground like swing set oh my god i used to have a friend that was infatuated with janelle monet uh, here's the, here's Emma Mackey and Margot Robbie. I'm going to put it on screen. Just in, and this oh, wow. is a different hair color, so it's actually less noticeable than it would normally be. But yes, they do look quite a bit alike. Jamie yeah. Priest, uh, Jamie Presley also looks like her as well. Oh shoot, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that quintessential Hollywood blonde yeah. bombshell look. That oh, just like I looked up AOC blonde. Yeah, can't confirm. Yeah, yeah. dude, tell 100%. me. I'm not even into blondes. It's, it changes. You are it, now. It, it changes her, doesn't it? It, it yeah. makes her. It makes her look different. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Uh, here's a here's a better example of them in this one. Um, yeah, there we go. Two different. Those are two different. Oh people. my god. Yep. That's uh... the Jarrett Leto thing is so weird, dude. Yeah. Ugh. Why does it bother you so much? Because it's ridiculous, I man. Mean, I just think like, I, I'm so I think weird. I've, I've angered myself out. I'm just like these people are stupid. Yeah. But it was like it's the if, if, granted. I don't know if he's a virtue signaler. I'm only annoyed if you're a virtue signaler. Jared Leto. And I, I'm saying like like if you're somebody who's like I, like it's kind of like when we were talking about the um uh who who was on trial recently for the ski accident uh. Pepper Potts from from Iron Man. Oh yeah, uh, and, and yeah. it's like she doesn't come off as accessible in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. She looks like a vapid a celebrity, but as long as you're not virtue signaling and, and trying to tell me about how great uh, UBI is or telling me about how you want equality, like if if you just want to be a rich snobby elite person, that's fine. As long as you're not virtue signaling to me, yeah. like I don't I don't care. Yeah. Like rappers talk all day about how rich they are. I don't give a crap. Right. <laughs> it's fine with me. No, Jared. Leto kind of is a I, I would assume he is because dude 15 16 years ago he was in a 30 seconds to Mars video talking about climate change he's in 30 seconds to Mars I know yes like he was in the music video they had uh, uh, images of them playing so on he's iceberg singing. or whatever then 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 good then then down with him at the Met Gala oh, yeah. you know what I, I hope I hope that that cat suit ends up underwater in 20 years you know what I'm noticing is the more inner the the guests at the Met Gala that were more like international celebrities rather than American celebrities were the ones that were dressing normal. Yeah. And the, the Americans have gone off, gone off the edge of the cliff yeah. of sanity, man. It, it's so, oh. All right. You know, the cockroach was probably my favorite part of the Met Gala. Yeah, the, the cockroach was the real star. And everyone Ran was freaking stairs, out. Yeah. Like, you're in New York City. <laughs> yeah. There's cockroaches everywhere. They're everywhere. Come on. That's funny. Somebody's saying Samara Weaving in Margot Robbie. I'll have to check this uh, out. Dua Lipa looked really good, too. Samara Weaving. You know who else looks alike is Katy Perry and Zoe Deschanel. Or am I thinking of the right? Yes. Emily. Zoe, yeah. No, yeah. Zoe Deschanel. Emily Deschanel was her sister that's in, that was on the show. Bones. Everyone was like, Billie yeah. Eilish looks so good. And I don't, I don't see it at all. I do not see it at all. She's like kind of repulsive to me. Kind of looks normie, like she smells and sweats too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. they look the same, too. Samara Weaving and... Uh, yep. I think Emma Mackey looks a little bit more like her, but that also might be just the picture. I used to get, um, oh, you know, never mind. It's gone. I can't think of their names. <laughs> don't you hate? Don't you hate that? Yeah, I hate that. All right, we got a couple of super chats there. Do we not, my friend? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Which one sounds funnier? Broke Burt Mountain <laughs> or Burt Broke Mountain? <laughs> Says it's what? over nine thousand. Uh, I think the first one, Broke Burt Mountain. <laughs> I love it. 
Um, Urushima with another super chat says Flash equals DCEU trying to have its cake and eat it too. That was a, and it rhymes. You're a poet and you didn't there even you know go. it. There you go. Also, always remember DCAU better than DCEU every time. Shane H. Wilder says, sorry, must have had a stroke writing that $20 super chat earlier. It happens, my yeah, friends. Yeah, it's all right. And I'm not the best at reading. So. Dude, no, I'm telling you right now, the super, like, I'm already horrible enough at reading, but it's like there's something about reading the super chats that actually makes it harder. And it's not even like they're poorly written most of the time. It's like literally it's just because I'm like, I'm actually like scrolling over as I'm doing it. And right. I just, and I, I know that my lack of intelligence is coming out as I'm reading it because I can't read well. Yeah, for some reason you have this in Comic Sans, so it's like, uh, anyway. Shane H. Wilder again with the what super the chat. What kind of shade was that? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Who hurt you? At least it's not. Uh, at least it's not. Uh, uh, wait, what's the Jared Leto in his cat suit? What's the one from? That's did you guys ever me. see the? Um, um, what's the What's the font from Avatar that they always that they always make fun of? I have the, no clue. The oh yeah, so they they did the they did the Ryan Gosling episode of um, Saturday Night Live where he's he's sitting down with a therapist and he's like he's like they just they got away with it. They they made the Avatar font papyrus, oh. and the lady's like Avatar, like the movie from two thousand nine. He's like, yes, it's this this man, this graphic designer, he just highlighted the word Avatar and picked the pull down menu and just selected papyrus. And she's like, I think they're making a sequel. He goes, they changed the font, right? And she goes, oh oh, I don't know. She looks up, no, it looks the same. He flips the table over, <laughs> and so he's like, he ends up like going around town. He's like, he's like talking to a lady in the room. He's like, the font. Did they change the font? <laughs> so why do people like everyone knows that Massage Envy is the only place that should be allowed to use papyrus font? Yes. Just saying. Massage parlors. Yes, yes. Uh, Shane H. Wilder with another super chat says, one, I told you to watch the extended cuts, Bert. Two, since Mary is not here, I'll be the Tolkien Catholic and say not to dis, uh, to besmirch Tolian. Tolkien. I, well, it says Tolian, Tolkien. but I I think he means Tolkien. Well, you're just being a dick now. Like You know what he meant. I'm, just gonna uh, say, I'm reading what he wrote. All right. On the extended cuts, hard pass, guys. I'm sorry for nothing. I'm not sorry. Um, T-Bone. But the super chat says, the man, the myth, the legend, Bert. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Shout out to T-Bone. Bert is just Brett with one T and not spelled in the same order. Bert. Brett. Yeah. Um, oh, this guy's name is DD Mega Doo Doo 97. <laughs> yep. Uh, boys, 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 boys. Guess what day it is? It's a day for the boys. Yes. <laughs> Chief Breet. Hide does hide. Hi, Desert, Bert, and Kellen. This episode is dedicated to taking sheet and shaking teats. <laughs> uh, and tomorrow will be an episode for the boys as well because it will be me, Kellen, and Phil. And hopefully there will be some screaming on there. Oh, gosh. There, uh, I've also, guys, I've got an update. We'll, we'll, we'll finish the rest of the Super Tets after we're almost, we're very close to a second crisis party. But I have a, another one, guys. I have some special Ian Crossland shout like screams to implement in the next crisis party that will come after the Alec Baldwin crisis party oh, that, that will be so next good. week. So just keep an, keep an eye out for that. It, it, it's coming. Yours truly. Yes, he designed was... like five percent of that Alec Baldwin yeah. uh, crisis party sound. Yep. So I'm pretty ready. I'm pretty excited to hear it. Yep, it's gonna come next week. All right, guys, we're moving on. We got one more thing, guys. Chris Tyson addresses the rumors that they were kicked out of Mr. Beast's channel. I thought it was a she. 
do they know? They, it's uh, oh come on. I think I think Chris Tyson has said that he's not like super attached to the pronoun thing. Like no, you have to be. You don't get the choice. You think you you think you can choose? Apparently, you can. You think you can choose? Well, I, the, the the whole point of this is this kind of just proves everyone's point that. Just the fact that he wasn't in one video means that it's now national news every time because one thing that I've learned about the internet is it's amazing. Like, I love the autistic nature of the internet. It's my favorite part of the internet. Like, they overanalyze everything. Sometimes it's ridiculous. A lot of times it's amazing. It's, you, so you'll get the cringe where me and, me and Mary showed this video one day where, like, there's this weird type of, like, relationship. They're, like, it's like a form of pareidolia where they see stuff that's not there, like, like you see in the clouds, where they're, like, look at Johnny Depp and, like, like, in Camille Vasquez. Look at the way he fixes her phone charger. He loves her. I'm, like... You're just a, a weirdo who took too much Adderall and are seeing things that aren't really there mm -hmm. in this case, but then they make videos of it and stuff like this. But this is what happens now when you have a unique identity and it becomes part of who you are and you work for a multi-million dollar empire and people are going to start now questioning whether you yourself are, are you, have you been fired? Uh, did you voluntarily quit? What is going on here? Now, this is... Uh, distractions that Mr. Beast can't really afford. Nobody can really afford these distractions. Are you kidding me? Mr. Beast doesn't care. He's playing Mario Kart in Japan. He left the distractions home. Uh, I, I don't think that your business can sustain this long, long term if these things become a problem. It becomes a distraction. I, I think this is more proof of cancel culture doesn't exist unless you let it exist. So like Mr. Beast, well, he's just refusing to address it. It is a little bit. Everyone's this like... No, this isn't cancel culture. This is just... I'm talking about the fact that it's become a thing. Now this will be a thing every time. I know, but what I'm saying is they're not really like... Chris Tyson keeps bringing it to the forefront. Mr. Beast just keeps choosing. He's not acknowledging it. And he's not encouraging it. He's also not, uh, you know, slamming him either. Um, my favorite part of this article, though, is apparently it's a Snapchat stream. Yeah. Where he, he uh, Chris is like, oh, I'm still on the team. And I'm like, dude, well, why are you talking? Like, go on Twitter. Go on Instagram. Like, well, it got, po it got reposted on Twitter. Sure, sure. Yeah. But who who streams on Snapchat? <clears throat> that, that That is a weird thing. It's like, like, uh, yeah. it's like people who still use Vimeo. Yeah, Vimeo. I mean, Snapchat's... That's a joke that uh, filmmakers use Vimeo because of uh, there's like no quality loss on Vimeo. Yeah. But like, I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah. So I can already read somebody in the chat like, oh, actually, I'm an editor actually, for this company. I use I yeah. use Vimeo all the time. I like there was a time when Vimeo was like trying to make a play for YouTube, and they were putting Vimeo ads on YouTube. It was a weird, weird time. Yeah. I, I, the audacity though that Chris has, he's like, I told Jimmy that just because I want to spend time with Tucker, I don't know who Tucker is. I guess that's his kid. Yep. But uh. And he's traveling a lot. I'm just going to come and go as I please. I'm sorry. You don't tell that to your boss that you're just going to come and go as you please. You don't do that. Uh, I don't know why he thinks he can get away with that. I'm going to do that one day. I'm going to be like, look, Tim. I'll just show up and do the I show got, when I, I want. I got stuff to do. Like, I'm, I'm going to, I got places to go. I, I haven't seen my kid see. in five I years. Haven't, I, haven't, I, mean, I haven't been home. To, I, I, could, I could use a vacation. I'm just saying, like, I, I haven't been home in a couple of years. Maybe I need to go home. No, no. Uh, I, I do, actually, I am, I'm probably going to, uh, because we're probably going to be off for the 4th of July, I might take, like, because my birthday is July 2nd, so I might go, like, home for the 2nd through the 4th. Then, of course, I'll be home for, like, two days, and I'm like, I got to get the hell out of here. It's a long walk. Yeah, to, to, Minnesota. to Minnesota. Yeah. yeah that's, how would I get there? Well, I'd fly home. 
you can uh, cross country ski. I mean, I might, uh, uh, I might find a car by then. Mm. I might find a car by then. Yep. That's still far. I would fly. Yeah. yeah, well, it's like fifteen. It's a, it's like a fifteen-hour drive. Yeah. Uh, it says uh, somebody says yeah. See, yeah, there's a chat right here. Bust a cap says actually, Brett, I use Vimeo all the time. Even have the app. <laughs> uh, see, there there you go. And somebody in the chat says the Fast and the Furious movies are trash. Well, those are fighting words. Um, I I I'm not looking forward it forward to them just going back to their roots. It seems like it's going to be boring. Russell Romick says a vacation. Look, I could use two extra days off. Just saying. Yeah. Why don't you do a uh, PCC live on the road? <laughs> live stream the whole time. Just, on the, just, on the, just, just, just on complain the about show. movies. Why don't you get like an RV and you have like a, a setup where you could take it with? <laughs> live from Minnesota, it's uh-huh. Pop Culture Crisis that, with your host, Bert. That would be interesting. Look, uh, I just think this is... Oh. I love it when, uh, I, I love it when uh, Tom Cruise yells at me. Tom Cruise yelling at me. It's Tom Cruise and Christian Bale yelling at me. Like, I guarantee you there's somebody out there who's like, I love that. It's like the, uh, it's like the, um, the Skeletor meme where it says, like, joke's on you, I'm into that shit. Is that, is that where he was yelling at people uh, during COVID? Yeah, Tom Cruise was like, because people were, like, walking around without a mask. And people were like, he's like, dude, we're spending, like, the, the insurance on this is insane. They're looking for any reason to shut us down. Put your freaking mask on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, crazy boy. Somebody says, I did have a, uh, a black lung vacation recently. That's a sick day. That doesn't count. That's like black one, uh, one day a in like two and a half, lung. three years. God, that sounds um, serious. On the road crisis. Well, my yeah, my voice was, I mean, my voice still sounds like crap right now, but eh, it's fine. Sorry. Right. Um, so you think, Mr. Beast will be, I, I agree with you. Like I, I kind of went off on a tangent earlier. I don't think that this will affect Mr. Beast long term. I think his business will be fine. But I'm just saying that now it is an extra headache that's on his plate every time. So here's my prediction. I think because Mr. Beast is my age, which is really makes me depressed when I think <laughs> I know, about right? how much money he has. I know, right? But um, I think he, they're just not going to address it. They're not going to feed into this fantasy that he's living, Chris is living in. And eventually, Chris is going to either, one, this is the less likely scenario, just become a man again. Or two, he's going to quietly disappear from the Mr. Beast company. And How just, do you quietly disappear, though? People will notice. And people, I don't think you can quietly do I it. think it's going to get to a point where no one really cares about him. Yep. And they just kind of cut him loose. Yep. It's not going to be controversial is yep. what I mean. You know, um, I disagree. Or he's going to leave on his own volition because it, like, but that's what I'm saying. there's the going to be more way, trips that he's not included on. You the know? only way he the, the only way he leaves is by his own volition. And that's what I'm saying is like, that's the, the rub of all this. Right. It's like yeah. he now has in, in he never can get fired. Like you can't fire this dude. It's, he could be he could just be saying, hey, I don't want to come to work today. They're not going to fire him. Yeah. No way. You know, what's really sad. Uh, Dylan Mulvaney's merch is like completely sold out. What? Yep. He has so, merch? Yep, he has merch. So, uh, you know, as much as I think people don't care about this stuff, they do. They totally do. And I wouldn't, I don't know if Chris Tyson has merch, but if he does, uh, do people are going to buy it. They're going to eat it up. And that's what it is. It's 10-year-olds, 10, 12-year-olds. 10 that's like, it's really creepy. You're a grown adult, and these are your fans. It's like... Uh, 
uh, never mind. But it, it, it's no. Weird. The point is to is to it's say weird. something. You're supposed to say something because it's a podcast. Was, You're not supposed to never mind. I was going to bring Logan Paul have like a bunch of young fans too. Yeah, he was also young though. Yeah. No, but he was still a couple years older. Like I think he was in early twenties, and these kids were like fourteen. 12, something like that. I mean, the How average. How is he now? He's only like 25, right? I, 27? Pro- probably like mid 20s. So or something. he got big when he, he's been doing YouTube for like 10 years now. Sure. So I think that's less weird. It also wasn't. Maybe it's as equally. Maybe it's just as weird. Maybe I'm being a little bit biased here. But uh, yeah, like your f- children should not be you your main. Stuff, do you think that's like somebody like Mulvaney's being funded? Like, Dude, he is. Dude, like, yes, they do. But, but I'm saying, I mean, like, no, I mean, like the merch. Like, do you think that that's being? Do you think that's like a demoralization tactic to like just buy the merch so it looks like? Look at it, it's sold out. Oh. Everyone loves it. You're in the minority. Okay, so that's an interesting take. I would want to look up to see who's actually buying the stuff yeah. if they're posting photos. Because it's the type of thing where it's like, do you, yeah. it's like you can see that merch is sold out, but do you ever see it on the street? Exactly. Well, you know yeah. what's um, uh, Jeffrey Star is like a makeup line sells out within like an hour of every time he launches a product yeah. but see the thing is if it sells out within an hour maybe he had like five products i was just gonna say yeah. how much inventory does he have well it's yeah. like uh it's like uh, people will buy their own books on to, to end up on the new york times bestsellers list it's actually a tactic that they yep. use yep. so that they can put best-selling author on the like on the header i did that with the bird sticker that jessica put up i bought like 10 of them and she's like <laughs> She told me like 20 had sold, and I was like, I'm literally half of them. <laughs> Look how popular I am. I'm That's... so popular. You, you're like, oh man, yes, I am Mr. Popular. I, I am Mr. Popular. Well, exactly. perception is reality. Thank you. Perception is reality. So it's like, it's like, like, and you could trick yourself into it. Like, enough time passes. You're like, how many of those stickers did I buy? One, two? Then, mm-hmm. like, Five years go by, you're like, man, remember when all, everyone bought all those stickers of me? And you, by that time, you've forgotten just how many of them So every you time bought. you bring up, exactly. just just inflate the number more and more. Be like, you remember that time people bought 15 of my stickers? <laughs> remember that time people bought like 35 of my stickers? <laughs> just keep going Amazing. up. <laughs> Amazing. Look, I, I just it just seems like a really, really bad situation to be in long term when you have to worry about when every little change in your routine uh, is going to be how it's going to be viewed by people on the internet who are quick to judge and quick to write things and say things that are going to make it look like Mr. Beast is the bad guy if something happens. What if, it could be because he doesn't want to. Well, now I'm scared because you know Mr. Beast does these outlandish videos where he's like, I spent three days locked in a prison and stuff like that. I spent three days. Uh, I hired professional bounty hunters to track me down. It's like, okay. I spent three gonna, days as a non-binary I was just gonna say, training I spent two weeks. On hormones. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, he's like I spent. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> his, his face is shocked or something. Man, oh, I think they have fun making those thumbnails every time. I like, actually I read about it. So he, they don't really uh, do them anymore. So like they spent a day or two taking 500 headshots or so yeah. of Mr. Beast doing crazy expressions, and they just cycle through them now. Yeah. And I'm like, that's genius. Absolutely genius. He never has to take a photo again for a thumbnail. Uh, maybe he will after a few years because he'll look different. But uh, I'm like genius, yep. you know. All right, all right, guys. We got a couple of super chats there left before we finish off today. We got to go for it right there. All right, let's see here. PCC super chats. <clears throat> a Brett says Michael Williams. Let me get a birthday shout out, dude. Happy birthday, my friend. How old are you? You should let us, if you're still in the chat, my friend, let us know how old you are. Happy birthday to you. 
um, unusable alpaca. I guess I like that name. He says favorite soundtrack is Cruel Intentions. Yeah, um, that had uh, Every Me and Every You by Placebo. It had, uh, what was it, Bittersweet Symphony. Yeah, a lot uh, of stuff. Gabby Hayes says Colbert's greatest achievement was and still is Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. I've never seen that. He was in that? I guess so. I like Jimmy Fallon's greatest achievement, in my opinion, when he's in this like two-minute scene in uh, Band of Brothers where he's just delivering ammo and driving a Jeep. He's so <laughs> insignificant. <laughs> Um, Javier Vasquez says excellent show just started watching recently no Mary but the boys still carry Hell oh yeah. yes Hell we yeah. do also I wonder what Leto orders at the spirit cookings oh gross gross I just thought about that um, T-Bone with a $5 super chat says was having a bad day but Bert just made my day thank You're you welcome, sir buddy. shout out to T-Bone alright and Shane H. Wilder with a $10 super chat says I agree Brett Kellen is being a dick. Uh, well, although I did forget how to spell words correctly, so here's a word for Kellen. Oh, God. Can you read that? Say it again. Can you read that word? I word. can't read that word. I can't read that Fla word. Uh, flock and... <laughs> flock and... All right, I'll read the definition first. It's the act of assessing something as worthless. Flock and nosinification... Was I at least close? Do you know that word? Never heard that word before. Anyway, Dingo Icarus says Train Spotting has a pretty good soundtrack. Uh, I would like to know what's on the Train Spotting soundtrack. I, I saw Train Spotting back in the day, but I don't remember any of the music from it. It's funny, too, because when they mentioned Cruel Intentions, the music from Cruel Intentions came back to me instantly. But maybe it's just because that movie resonated with me more than Train Spotting did, but I would have to know what was on what was on that one. Uh, Wrath with the super chat says, "What's your opinion on Warhammer 40k as a franchise?" Thoughts? Um, you know, I've never played it, but I always do enjoy games that like are like have a long time fan base, have a long time uh, player base, and stay uh, out of controversy. Yeah. You know. So I appreciate that. I've never been into Elder Scrolls or any of those games, but I know how popular they are and fans are satisfied. Yep. Uh, and also in, in Cavill makes it very, ma makes it very easy to want to support something when you're as awesome as he is with the fans and as awesome as he is with his love of uh, the properties that he signs on to do, right? Like you don't want to, it's, it's weird. Cause I think about this now and I think about how, easy it would be for so many of these studios to get good publicity by just having somebody who seems to really want to be there and want to support the art and not just want to redesign it and make yeah. it into something that it wasn't before yep. for the sake of their own storytelling and it's a very simplistic thing to do but they never do it right. and, and you can get so much good the Witcher had so much goodwill going into that first season because people like Henry Cavill and they knew how much Henry Cavill cared about the Witcher uh, Theoden King of Brohan Brohan says I saw the flash with Batman at the old theaters on Hollywood Boulevard what a twist I mean I really expected Ezra Miller to be in it but when the trench coat opened it it was just some homeless guy <laughs> <laughs> also you know what else you know what, speaking of movie soundtracks I watched um, over the we weekend last weekend I went on a binge of Terminator I watched all the Terminator movies because uh, I hadn't seen them in years and I was watching Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles and I'm like I'm like looking at all these references that I know but couldn't really play 
place. And I was talking about how nice it was to watch something where the where the references and the member berries aren't like force fed to you. Yeah. Like it, it, it's not like being shoved down your throat. Like in the first 20 minutes, you do get like a come with me if you want to live. But yeah. that was about the only like over the top one. And what I remember, uh, what I never remembered was how hilariously not like the, the music from the original Terminator is just basically 80 synth. <laughs> and, and it's like it's supposed to be terrifying but it's really just like 80 synth like you could have been halfway to a Miami Vice premiere uh, it's incredible like it actually adds to the atmosphere mm -hmm. and as much as Terminator 2 is a better movie Terminator 1 is more it, it's faster paced and I love it and it's just I'm watching these scenes where he's chasing her and the music it's just synth guitar mm -hmm. and an organ and it's amazing who Everyone would win in a fight the Terminator or three Robocops Terminator. What about the uh, melty metal Terminator guy? No, okay, no, I'm talking about OG one, not the new age dude, ones that are like impossible to destroy. I'm sorry, that's another thing. People making movies today should be embarrassed by how well the Terminator 2 CGI holds up. That's the, true. The liquid metal CGI in Terminator 2 holds up so unbelievably well. I wonder, it's insane. I wonder how much they spent on that. I, I, I mean, it came out seven or eight years after the original Terminator. Right, and that's so, after how successful the first one was. Eight years spent. Like, yeah, because Terminator came out in 84, I, I believe. Think it came out when I was born, Terminator Ter 2. Terminator came out in 84, and Terminator 2 came out in 91. A right year before I was born. Yeah, so like I watched that, and the, the like when he melts through the through the yeah. bars, and when he re, so cool. when he when he re rematerializes, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. And uh, also, did you know that apparently Robert Patrick like worked out for like six months to be able to run fast enough to like catch up to the to the motorcycle? Well, to the but he had to pr uh, practice running that particular yeah. style, like this lifeless yeah, the, way of running. Yeah, yeah, with the arms up, which is better than the Ezra Miller running, which is the weird. Pushing his arms yeah. out, which makes no sense. Yeah. So, no, look, and I love this guy Robert. I can't do anything right. It's also funny, too, because Robert Patrick, it's like Robert Patrick ended up becoming kind of like a, a, an accidental action icon yeah. from that role. But it's not like he was overly buff like Swartz, like Arnie. Like he, he was, he was in good shape, but you know, he's just in good shape. Also, one of my favorite memes of all time comes from that movie when it's, uh, when, when, um, John Connor's friend talks to the cop and he's like, and he tells him he's like, John's not there. It says, just remember this kid saved humanity by instinctively knowing to lie to the cops. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Terminator two is so good too, but like go back and watch those movies again this weekend. I don't even hate. Terminator 3 with Christina Loken. Like, with Christana. I think it's Christana. I always say Christina, but it's Christana Loken. Uh, just, and then, and then if you can, guys, go watch Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles. You'll, you'll enjoy that as well. Also, should I give them a recommendation? I'm not going to give a recommendation today, guys, because actually what I'm doing is right now, um, ooh, in the chat, somebody says, uh, Michael Williams, happy birthday. We have a couple more super chats. Oh, go for it. Uh, Rotten Trails says Judgment Night soundtrack, question I'd, mark. I've never heard it. I have not either. Uh, Michael Williams just turned 22. Thanks oh. for everything you guys do. Happy birthday, man. Thank yeah, you so birthday, much. Happy birthday, man. 22 is a good age. Um, and now go play Taylor Swift. 
That song came out when I turned 22. 22. It was funny. Oh, is that yeah. right? There's yeah. a really great dose of Buckley where he, where he breaks down that song. He goes, well, it's because they can't make a song about what it's actually like to be 22, which is like, I'm going to pay some bills and pay my rent and go to work. And it's like, well, that's joyless. Yeah. But guys, um, I do want to mention that uh, I am going to always do the Brett Recommends, but this show, and I'm going to explain it in the video as well, is like a lot of what we're talking about is so depressing sometimes. It's interesting and it's relevant, but it's depressing. I want to talk about stuff that I love and shows that I love and movies that I love. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm starting a series where I'm, uh, it's going to be called Have You Seen? And I'm going to do pitches uh, for shows that I'd like people to watch. And it's going to be a little bit more in depth. It's going to be me talking about it, but I'm going to include some clips of the show. Uh, and I'm working on the first one right now. I started editing it last night. So I'm probably going to be putting those videos out maybe once a month or something like that. Just something that kind of counteracts the, the fact that a lot of what we talk about is so depressing. I want to also feel like I'm talking about the stuff that I like as well. So it's something I'm going to be working on. So, All right, uh, my friend, shout yourself out and the cult as as the cult leader shout yourself out shout out to the burtoning uh shout out to the uh burtopolis on discord um <laughs> i'm chris burtman you can find me on twitter and instagram at man of burt um we just got recognized timcast news by twitter as a official organization oh. so we have that nice little gold star thanks or, uh, elon thanks elon the gold check mark uh so even like my twitter account hannah claire's twitter account um they put like the little Timcast logo by it, so I look extra official now. Super, it's mega kind official. of nice. I feel like it's stolen valor because I'm not that important. Um, but yeah, go to timcast.com, uh, click the read tab, you can read all of our articles. You know, I realized that Elon could have been a genius that instead of like, even if he had just left the blue check exclusive for celebrities and made them pay, there's only so many celebrities. But what about making it unexclusive and making all of the people that want to get them just to spike the celebrities pay? That's a way better business model. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, my friend. There's a couple more Super Chats. Yes, though. there is. Uh, Michael Williams says, I actually turned 29. I don't know how I messed that up. Uh, yeah, I, sure. You just you just don't want to admit that you share a Taylor Swift birthday or something. If you've ever heard me talk on here, man, all I do is all I do is screw stuff up, so don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday either way. Uh, Shane H. Wilder says, "Did I did a search for a word to make you struggle. Yeah, you did. I mean, that's a good one. I'm going to have to like go on to Google and like make it pronounce it for me because that's... I've never seen that word before, and that was a lot, a lot of letters next to each other. There's also this amazing <laughs> video of some like unpronounceable town that some meteorologist gets right. To oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's like in uh, somewhere in like Norway or something like that, yeah. or like Iceland. And the dude just nails it. Yeah, like and like no thanks. It's a meteorologist, right? Yeah. I yep. think so. Yeah. Right. Anyways, uh, you guys can follow me at Kellen PDL. Uh, remember, if you guys watch any other streamers on YouTube, recommend that they raid our channel. That is a feature on YouTube, and I guess people are just not aware of it. But uh, tell your grandma about <laughs> us. Um, tell your neighbor down the street about us. Uh, but don't, tell, don't what, tell your mom. Don't tell your dad. They're not allowed. No. What about your neighbor next door? Neighbor next door. Yes, yes. Um, just put a note uh, <laughs> right up against their glass late at night. You know, as you're just peering in yeah. and, and tell them to watch Pop Culture Crisis. Don't actually do all that. Don't be creepy, but recommend us. Organic growth is the best growth. Um, but yeah, follow me at Kellen PDL. Thanks, guys. 
Thank you. Uh, guys, he is right. Organic growth is the best growth. And right now we have passed 59,000 subscribers. Mm -hmm. We're on our way to 60K. Awesome. Uh, I say this a lot and it, I know it sounds, I sound like a broken record, but that's amazing to me. So thank you so very much for all of your support. Uh, if you'd like to like this video, please do that before you go. Subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already. Leave a comment down here for the algorithm. There's a couple of people who are always, I can always count in the chat as soon as I click on of this video. I try very hard not to read the comments, but um, I do have to end up reading some of them just by happenstance. My eyes wander past the screen. So it's like, for the algorithm. I always appreciate that, guys. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brett Dasovic on both. The show is here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you'd like to listen to this podcast, we are on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. If you'd like to follow the show on social media, we're on Twitter at at pop culture underscore show facebook and tiktok at pop culture crisis and on instagram at pop culture crisis pod we will be back with another episode tomorrow we'll see you then guys down with bert Bye. Bye.